one more sad song. We've got 12 for you today. This is Dorktree Pod Presents The Road to When We Were Young, your complete companion podcast for the 2024 When We Were Young Music Festival. Uh, I am your host, Eric, and with me as always is the owner of a Tyson Ritter Live Journal fan account, Mick. What's up, buddy? Hey. Hi. I don't, I don't have that. You d- don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> it's the suspension Sorry. of disbelief. Edit, we'll edit that out? Yeah, it's... I do own that. I do own that. Well, there you go. What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing much, man. It's brunch. Yeah, we got our <laughs> we got our mimosas and we were. <laughs> Dor- What's your favorite brunch food? What's my favorite brunch food? Yeah, you know what? Here's my this is my issue with brunch a little bit. Okay, okay here we look, go. Here we go. I don't like. I don't. I don't want to say I have an issue with brunch. Who has an issue with brunch? Brunch is great. It's brunch is fun. But it almost seems like you can have anything for brunch. That's kind of like my yeah. like. What isn't brunch food? Like a Maybe. like a beef Wellington is not brunch food. I got I you there. That's a good point. I got you there. Okay, it's any yeah any dinner food, but, but I guess all, burgers yeah. also. But it's all it's like every lunch food, every breakfast food, every kind of like fast casual type thing. Yeah, it's like I, I mean, well, and then you say like okay, so what's like the the quintessential dinner food? Like a steak. Well, a steak, no, you yeah. can have steak and eggs for brunch. Oh, that's, so, you can have it for breakfast. You're right. You can, it, it's just kind of everything. So okay, look, my favorite, mm. my um. My favorite brunch food, shrimp scampi. I'm sure there's a fucking... <laughs> Linguini. I'm sure there's a fucking brunch place somewhere in the world that has goddamn shrimp scampi on their fucking brunch menu. I could it, see, like, a like a, in one of those stunt food places doing, like, a shrimp scampi brunch. It's too broad. Brunch is too broad of a, a, an idea. We need to, we need to as a society, come it's back in and just and suck in what exactly brunch is a little bit. Redefine what brunch is. You know who loves brunch? Who? Broads. What? Yeah, brunch is, is too broad, and broads love brunch. Yeah, I don't get this reference. It just sounds like you're coming off as a misogynist when you say broads. Like, you know, dames, <laughs> skirts, dames. That's an offensive term, right? I don't know what's offensive. Well, hey, everything's offensive nowadays. Jesus Christ, you said it, brother. <laughs> anyway, look, it's we're recording. We normally record on Thursday afternoons. Everyone knows that it's Saturday morning right now. Good morning. Can you brunch on Saturday? You shouldn't though. What do you mean you shouldn't? You shouldn't. Like, brunch is a Sunday thing. My fucking grandpa fought in the fucking Vietnam War. <laughs> Against Charlie. I can <laughs> I can have fucking brunch whenever the fuck I want. Okay, I'm sorry. It's, okay, look. It's morning time. It's 11.35 a.m. It's morning. It's morning. <laughs> On Saturday. We don't normally record this early. Everything's weird. Yeah, it's a little off. It's super weird right now. Yeah. But uh, you were just having a good time. We'll get through it. Let me ask you a question. Like, let's all all joking aside now. So all serious stuff. <laughs> okay. Be honest. What's your I'll, favorite brunch food? Uh, I don't. I, that's really hard to say. My favorite. What's your go-to? I don't have a go-to. You don't have a go-to. I, I I'm I'm diverse. I'm I'm oh, a I, I, all inclusive food guy. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I. Uh, What's your favorite asshole? You fucking you live this glass house that you fucking live in. What's your favorite brunch food? I love a. <clears throat> you get it? <clears throat> I have to think about filibustering it. Filibustering over uh, here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it's uh, salmon locks. Oh my god. Is that brunch food? Yeah, it's brunch food. It yeah. fucking sucks out. What do you mean? I'm Look, not gonna some get into soak, it. Smo- some smoked salmon on a bagel. I don't want the brun- I don't want the salmon locks crowd to jump up my ass. <laughs> Uh, you know, I like a good, like, uh, maybe like Mexican scramble. Oh, you know, huevos rancheros also. Something like that. Yeah, you know? that's. Some like eggs and hot sauce and potatoes and yeah. chorizo. 
Yeah. You I'm know? a soy Rizzo guy. Chorizo. Cho, cho I can tell you're a soy boy. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> it's just too greasy, bro. I mean, maybe you're just having low quality chorizo. Or high quality chorizo. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you would know. Uh, I, I, I like all brunch food. I like b- biscuits and gravy. Breakfast Ooh, burritos. Chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. Uh, fucking, uh, what's that shit where they take the English muffin and that stupid butter sauce Benedict. and the poached egg? The Benedict. Yeah. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. Um, this is, of course, the Dork Tree Pod where we uh, talk exclusively about um, music <laughs> music and the artists that will be appearing on the 2024 When We Were Young podcast. Eric, do you want to tell them what we're talking about today? Today's episode is the self-titled All-American Rejects uh, debut album, <laughs> 2002. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> debut full length. Debut full length. I There's think a demo. I didn't listen to it. Uh, yeah, I don't think you missed much. Uh, Whoa! This is kind of a big deal. This is like one of the. This is one of the main big. I guess with like Simple Plan and like uh, Good Charlotte. This is one of the ones that kind of broke through into mainstream. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big one. This is sort of a big one. I guess they're. I mean, it's not like top billing. I don't think they're going to get top billing on the actual like, you know. You're trying to fucking sell all American rejects to people. They either like it or they don't. I'm they just know saying. Who it is. You know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you will know who it is after you listen to this podcast. But Mick, before we get into that, have you taken in any media? Do you want to do a media lightning round this week? Yeah. So here's the issue. So, <clears throat> uh, so uh, we we've had kind of a long. We, every week is long. It's a topsy turvy week in this American capitalist hellscape. All of our weeks are long. Uh, we only have so much time. Sometimes we don't have time to consume a lot of media. Yeah, we're, t- we're. I mean, when we both work full-time jobs and we have to generate content for you all. It's hard. We love doing that, though. It's hard. We don't make any money from this fucking podcast. We well, lose you, money. You don't, but I do. Um. So, look, the issue is we haven't, neither one of us have any, has any media that we've confidently um, consumed and w- I want to talk about. So basically, we're gonna do we're gonna play a game called uh, I guess me- this is just media corner lightning round the game. So Eric and I are just gonna bring up things. It's like overtime. Yeah, <laughs> and the first person who can't bring up something um, loses. No repeats either. I have no idea. We basically probably three minutes before we started recording, we came up with this idea, um, and so I have no idea who who wins or how or what the rules are. Um, but do you want me to start? I please. Okay, so one of the reasons I don't have a lot of media is just, I've just been watching a lot of sports. Sports is your media? Yeah. Uh, I've been reading a lot of vintage video game magazines. Oh wait, so we're not even gonna like marinate on my like? I don't know. It's lightning. a lightning round. We're just playing this by ear. Do you want to go into sports then? No, we don't have to. I don't. That's I don't want to talk about sports. That's why, why I thought part of my main media corner thing because I don't want to really talk about it. Well, let's keep the lightning round going then. What's your other media? <laughs> Um, here's something that fans of this podcast, I'm sure, are super interested in. Did you see that Pete Carroll um, left the Seahawks, Bill Belichick left the Patriots, and, and Nick Saban uh, retired from coaching? All three legendary coaches. I saw Pete Carroll was crying or something, right? I just saw that. That I didn't. I didn't know that he was like. He loves the Seahawks. Well, I I do too. Um, I saw Pete Nick Saban. Belichick did left. He left too. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then since Nick Saban, Nick Saban was the coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. They're like the, the roll tide. You know, roll tide. They're a big. Um, they're a big like a football program, and then I saw some someone posted his baked bean recipe. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to show beans. Eric the image right now. <laughs> Nick's favorite beans. So 
Um, you know, it's got like send me that picture. I'll, carrots, put it in the, I'll put it in the Instagram. Carrots and onions and hamburgers and salsa, ketchup. Ew, and beans? Yeah. That sounds disgusting. It doesn't sound disgusting. Shut the fuck why up, Why don't you Eric. fucking make it then, big man? Well, that's why do you think I have the image saved in another folder? Ooh, okay. I want them beans. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Uh, my other media is uh, official or unofficial Gundam fan art. I, uh, <laughs> I found some guy on Instagram who's doing really cool, like, inked pictures of... Uh, mobile suit gundam and i hit him up and i was like hey man one I'm, I'm gonna buy some of that art from you and uh he's like i'm in the philippines so you'll have to pay expensive <laughs> shipping so uh you know shout out to that guy i'll put his uh instagram i'll put his instagram in our show notes if you want to check out gundam fan art okay what if they're like big just dildo shaped gundams that's what you that that'd be cool huh there are dildo shaped gundams look this is half baked lightning round media corner right now we yeah. have no idea what we're doing uh, my next one is, you know, people think there's a conspiracy theory that the, the Titanic never sank and that it was like one of the sister ships. Uh, no, I did not know that. It's a, it's, well, it's a stupid conspiracy. It's, I don't think even, I don't think even a lot of, I think the only people who believe in this conspiracy are the people who really, really want conspiracies to believe in. Right. Because there's almost no solid evidence. Well, I was seeing like, I was, when they were doing that whole, like, uh, that guy who got his ass clapped by the ocean pressure. And uh, his sub fucking got blown up. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, he they were talking about how uh, just kind of you know because it's related to the Titanic, like the Titanic is gonna like dissolve completely by like 2050 or something. Uh huh. That makes sense. And uh, people are gonna be like, oh well, yeah, that that ship never existed. Like you know, that's the kind of rabbit hole that humanity is going down where they just don't believe anything anymore, or they believe the craziest kind of conspiracies that like eventually people are gonna be like, oh yeah, the Titanic never existed. Hey, look, in this political climate, it's hard to know who and what we can trust. That's true. So you got to do your own research. Uh, okay. Take uh, what's that? That fucking horse shit. <laughs> uh, ketamine. Uh, that's the end of my um, <laughs> Titanic corner. Eric, what do you got? Oh, that wasn't mine. <laughs> uh, my next media is uh, Masked Rider. I love Masked Rider very much. Uh, um, now he's just looking around his room and seeing things that he likes. Okay, then I, I guess I lose. <laughs> I lose lightning round then. Okay. You win. Congratulations. Put another mark on your board. I have more if you want oh, to do them keep real going. Quick. Oh, you have them written down. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, that's why I lost. Well, it gets, I was I came prepared. I told you I'm doing lightning round. Okay. But, uh, what else you got? Uh, January 6th. <laughs> what about it? Nothing. It's Again, this is lightning round. I don't really have much to say. But I'm just kind of presenting you with the idea. Came in the 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 anniversary uh, of those hostages being <laughs> held captive by the federal government. Um, you believe this shit now? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. There's they st- the, God bless them. You know what? I'll say I'll say this. Some of the, those January six people will f- they fucking refuse to to admit they did anything wrong. The Constitution on them. Good. Well, no, I, I'm just saying like the whole like. Remember when it happened and people were like, "Yeah, it's a revolution." Yada yada. It's a uh-huh. bunch of like you know Trumpers and shit, and then. There was online backlash because people were like, oh, no, those are all Antifa, uh, you know, this yes. is like an Antifa false flag. These are all Antifa people. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, the all the elected officials like, oh, this is terrible. This is lawless. And then three years later, people are just like, oh, these are American hostages. <laughs> they did nothing wrong. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what I believe. Okay. No. The mental gymnastics of these people. <laughs> I don't believe in January 6th. It's another conspiracy theory. It never actually happened. Oh, okay. Um, and that lady who, uh, they pushed me down and mace me. Remember that lady? I do remember that lady. Um, that's it. You see Hunter Biden show up to his, uh. I did see Hunter Biden <laughs> hanging out in the White House. That was weird, right? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter Biden's fucking cool, man. I don't, a... I don't care what you, anyone says. That's Hunter Biden's music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Tyler Perry was in the movie Gone Girl. Remember that? Oh, he was like the cop or something, right? Or... I don't remember what. I think he was an attorney, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck's Medea doing here? Uh-huh. Uh, that's all I got for that. Oh, uh, Tyler Perry was also in Star Trek. Oh, which remember one? The, the Next the... Generation? No, no. That, that one with a... Uh... You know, the newer ones. Yeah, there was one on, like, CBS a couple years ago. No, no, no. Like, the movies. Like, Into oh. Darkness, I think. He was, like, one of the guys that, like, runs Starfleet or something. I don't think I really saw those movies. I saw one of them. The Lens They're Flares. good. Yeah, the that's Lens, lens Flare. That's a Lens Flare movie. Who's in that movie? James Marsden? No, it's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's, uh... Tobey Maguire? No, Lord of the Rings. Uh... You know, the guy that plays, like, a... Uh, name? You know, he's like, Bone. I'm Bones. The guy from Xena. Jon Snow? No, okay. I'm just gonna pull it up. Who's how many Star Trek? Keith movies? Urban, Keith Carl oh. Carl Urban, not Keith Urban. Carl Urban. Oh, Who's Carl, Carl Urban? Urban. John Carl Urban is the guy that plays uh uh Bones, hmm. Doctor McCoy. Oh yeah, okay, I know him. Uh, John Cho, he's the hmm. guy that played Spike Spiegel in the the Cowboy Bebop TV show. That shit sucks. Uh, he's also Harold from Harold and Kumar. Oh, okay, that that rules. I don't think I ever saw it. You never saw Harold and Kumar? No, I'm not going to go down that. It's <laughs> and then uh, who's the guy that played Chris? Chris? Uh, he's one of the Chris's in Hollywood. Chris Evans? No, not Chris Evans. Chris? Chris Pratt? Not Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pine. He's the guy. From... Chris, you can get your ass kicked. <laughs> uh, Chris Pine. You know the guy from Dungeons and Dragons. Did you watch that movie? I did not. It's good. I don't see a lot of movies. The Dungeons and Dragons movie is pretty fucking good. I'm bad at knowing the names of actors. I'm bad at seeing movies. Yeah. I'm not ruled by celebrity culture like Eric is. <laughs> I mean, Eric's always refreshing. Uh, uh, what's his? PerezHilton.com. <laughs> what is this, 2007? Um, does, Pre- even, does he even still run that fucking blog? Perez Hilton lives in Las Vegas now. Does and he I really? Know, and I know people who hang out with him. Does I'll he really? Why does he live in Vegas now? Uh, LA's expensive and we're not making any money. You have to live in a more affordable city. I guess that's true. Um, all right, I got two more. Do okay, you, do you see go. this lady who ordered pizza? Um, and then they they sent her the wrong order, and then but then somehow she got like she got it's a massive order, so she got the wrong order. Okay. And then they, she got her right order, like some another driver brought her the right order. Oh, okay. And then she reported it and saying like, oh, but 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 before she got the right order, she reported it saying she got the wrong order. Then she got the right order, and then they got the report that she got the wrong order, and then they sent a third order. <laughs> so she got three times the pizza. Okay. So the first wrong order was still pizza. The first wrong order was still pizza, just pizza she didn't order. Okay. You know, imagine what yeah, yeah, yeah. has black olives on something. Right. People are the people sometimes people don't like black olives because they're cowards. And then and then so it's maybe like three pizzas and like a side of like wings and cheesy bread or something. I Sounds don't know. Dope. And then and then her right order comes. And then a second version of her right order comes. Three times the pizza. That's what you do with all that pizza. Ate it all. <laughs> That's good. Um, again, not much to comment on that. This half baked, half baked. So meat. why did this become, why did this, did this get become viral or something or what? I don't know. When viral, I saw it online. Okay. What constitutes viral? You see what people are doing online? This, what do you constitutes viral? I don't know. Um, are we viral? Mm, yeah. Um, We're popping off, bro. Here's my last one. Willem Dafoe had kind of a big week. Okay, what happened to him? He got like a, what is that, the Hollywood Walk of Fame? He got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, did he really? Yeah. You didn't see this? No, I didn't see this. Who did, who did the uh, the little intro for him? I, he, don't, I don't remember. Oh. Maybe Pedro Pascal. Okay. I saw that he was there. Oh, okay. Because usually, you know, they have like when Macaulay Culkin got his like a, like last month. They Michael had... Jackson was the guy presenting him. <laughs> it was Catherine O'Hara. So. Catherine O'Hara? Yeah. That's a big neat deal. That's a big get. 
Um, so yeah. Um, and then remember when he was in Spider Man, he said, "I'm somewhat of a scientist myself." He did say that. I'd love that. Remember when he uh, he was trying to eat that food, and then Aunt May slaps his hand. He's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> Um, yeah, so shout out to Willem Dafoe. I know he's, I know he's listening. We do, yeah. Big friend, fan, friend of the show, Willem Dafoe. Shout out to you. W- Willem Dafoe? I'm like Willem Dafriend. Uh, that's, that's it. True. That's all I got for Media Corner. We should, we should do like a, uh, like a little segment called Friend or Foe. Friend or <laughs> Dafoe. <laughs> I think that should be the new, the next shirt. Ooh, okay. I like that. We should do more shirts. Yeah, we need more There's shirts. There's so much demand for our shirts, so we we have to make some more. So uh, yeah, we sold all the did we sell a single shirt to anyone who wasn't our friend? Yeah, we sold like three to other people. Nice. Yeah. Three shirts out there. Three shirts out of like a book. You know what? I'm gonna cut all this out because we're a big deal. <laughs> so uh Mick, how about this? Willem we... Defoe, more like Willem Defriend. There you go. Mick, uh so how about we take a quick little break? I need a break right now. And then we will go into our breakdown of 2002's self-titled album by the All-American Rejects. I'm overstimmed by how fucking uh, like fast-paced that lightning that Will- that Willem Dafoe media corner lightning round was. Well, I've got to fucking sit in a dark room for a little bit to calm down. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we'll be right back and then we'll go into fucking the All-American Rejects. This is 99 Love Balloons by Nina. The fun song. This song kicks ass. And we're back. This is Dorky Pod presents The Road to When We Were Young. And this is Is She Really Going Out With Him by Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson? Joe Jackson. Michael Jackson's dad. No, not really, right? <laughs> no, it's Joe okay. Jackson. Just making sure. Okay, yeah, Call you're me off guard there. You're safe, but yeah, Mick, we're back. How was your break? Uh, enlightening, enriching, all those things. You get Great. some wawa? Uh, no, I got myself a big glass of fucking vodka, dude. <laughs> Why don't you get a glass of shut up juice? <laughs> Why don't you get a glass of shut the fuck up juice? There is a there is a T-shirt that I wanted to get that says a. Uh, <laughs> you drank a tall glass of dumb bitch juice. <laughs> you, you're you're starting to like that word too much. I know. You have to stop using the B word. Uh, I would think like a, a a mutual friend of the podcast, Scott Ackerman. Uh, <laughs> he did. He, ta- he was talking about like he had a shirt that says like International Dumb Bitch Club, <laughs> and I was like, I want that shirt. Let's get some dumb shirts. 2024 should be the Ooh. year that we have stupid shirts. That's a good idea, actually. We should do that. We should get them and we should post them on the internet. Like, um, yeah, look, I will find some cool shirts. Look, if you're listening to this podcast right now, send us some stupid shirts. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Actually. I'll tell you what, it we'll set a deadline in the next three months. If you guys send us stupid shirts, Eric and I will each buy a dumb shirt. And we'll post them and uh, we'll link you to our, our pictures. Yes, but we get to pick what, what the shirt is. Yeah, so if you have a dumb idea for a, or a dumb shirt to send us, send it to dorktreepod at gmail.com. Or just send us a DM on the on the the Twitters and the Instagrams. Yeah, you don't get to send us like all like Nambla shirts, and then we have to walk around. <laughs> I'm not wearing a Nambla shirt. <laughs> walking walking around the streets wearing them. Yeah, it's so sh- a funny shirt. Showing up to work. Oh yeah, you should have you should have to show up to work with one of the dumb shirts. <laughs> I will. I'll show up to work. Okay, cool. Mick, do you want to go into the All American Rejects and their 2002 album, 
the All-American Rejects. You don't fucking go to work, Eric. You I'm going to I'm, fucking home. I'm clocking in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into the Rejects. All right. You know, they were originally supposed to be called the Rejects because they were trying to go for a more punk sound. I did not know that. And so they're like, no, no, no. My, I guess your research extended farther than mine. Yes, it did. Or you're making that up. Either way. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> uh, this album was released October 15th, 2002, recorded at Mission Sound and Headgear Studios. The genre, pop punk, alternative rock, power pop, and emo pop. Uh, this was on two labels. It was re-released in 2003. But it was originally on Doghouse Records, which was a, a Warner Music Group subsidiary. And then it was re-released uh, by DreamWorks. I don't know if it was actually a DreamWorks label from, like, you know, the Shrek movies, but DreamWorks. <laughs> uh, produced by Tim O'Hare. I couldn't really find anything on him, so fuck him. Uh, the singles. Swing Swing, released December 2nd, 2002. The Last Song, released April 11th, 2003. And Time Stands Still, released July 14th, 2003. Uh, ratings for this is sort of mixed. Uh, All Music gave it a 4 out of 5. Blender gave it a 1 out of 5. IGN, the patented seven, the 7 the 7.0 out of 10 by IGN score. Um, Pop Matters gave it an average review. Rolling Stone gave it a 3.5 or a 3 out of 5. And then Spin Magazine gave it an A minus. Hmm. Um, now you're probably wondering, Nick, who's, who's in this band? Of course. Who are the members of this band? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize this until I was doing the uh, research. It's only it was originally just a two person band. Yeah, uh, Tyson Ritter vocals and ba- bass bass. Uh, Nick Wheeler guitar drums keyboards programming. Uh, this is kind of like their little baby that they had like while they were in high school. They had they were <laughs> they were high school mothers. <laughs> <laughs> this is their baby that they had in high school. Um, and you know eventually they kind of put out a demo and got picked up. Uh, how much success? Do you think it's attributed to to the fact that Tyson Ritter looks like Killian Murphy and he's I, just a hot angular dude? I mean, I have it written down on my notes for virtually every song is like this, this guy is too good looking to be making to be doing this. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I think it I think it definitely affected. I think I don't want I think I I think we know people who like this who like this band more because of how good looking he is. Yeah, the dude was like a legit I think he was like a Hollister model for a while. Like he was just a model. He's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. He for, looks for a white person, he, I guess. Well yeah. He looks like a like a a shredded David Byrne kind of. Yeah. He kind of looks like a like uh he has like that sickly kind yes. of chic. Of course, it's heroin chic. In all these videos, they make it. They make his hair all greasy and his, yeah. and his cheekbones all like it's pronounced. Popped. Yeah, so he looks like he's like maybe dying a little bit. And chicks love when dudes are dying. Yeah, they love they love a guy who looks like he hasn't eaten a meal in three days, but he's been subsisting on like cigarettes and Red Bull. Can we talk about how unfair that is? That women so like women love women love to be attracted to men that are dying. I mean, you're always you're always talking about how unfair women have it and how it's like, you know, it's unfair that men have to kind of And I'm finally bringing it to the podcast. I'm so I'm so glad you did. Women love to be attracted to men that are dying because they look like they haven't eaten. But when a man looks like he's dying from overeating, he's <laughs> He's not attractive. He's the bad guy. I don't think that's fair. It's like that HR meme where it's like, hello, human resources. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. That um, is truly two sides of the coin. <laughs> um, Eric, a quick side note. You're doing, you're, you, you, you're, you're getting pretty good at like your little like rundown of the, of like the, the personnel and like the kind of history of the record type thing. Hey, thank you so you much. You were just I'm, cruising along. I'm a professional. Um, 
I didn't stop. I didn't stop you. But one thing I want to talk about. I think. I, I think I want to start doing this every week. Sure. Is kind of hammering out what genre of music people think this is. Okay. And what genre of music it actually is. Okay, that's a good idea. Um. So, like you said, I think people consider this to be like a pop punk ish yeah. record. And it's kind of like it's like emo adjacent, Molly emo adjacent. Yeah. Um. I would argue this record is just rock. It, oh, you it, think so? And it sometimes sprinkles in like some pop punk in- influence, I guess. But yeah, I there's but, yeah. But truthfully, like again, we, we've talked about it a million times in this podcast. Uh, around 2002, people stopped knowing what to call guitar based music. Yes, absolutely. So basically, if it like if the if the guitars were fast at all, it's like oh, this is pop punk. Yeah, if it's not metal or mm-hmm. like butt rock yeah and even some butt rock people are like oh it's emo i will tell you and just in my opinion and uh you feel free our guests let us know it's kind of a stretch to call this pop punk like we we get too we get too loosey-goosey with what is or isn't pop punk just because the the guitars are kind of fast there's definitely a couple songs that are pop punk but like the majority like you're right i think you're right it's it's alternative there's a couple songs that are a little pop punk adjacent it's like a fucking welcome to the jungle came out like in two in like 2003 People be like, "Wow, what a great pop punk song!" It's like, no, man, it's just like it's just guitars that are like kind of like fasty, you know. I don't know. I could see people doing that. I get all I get worked up about this every week. Well, I I I mean, I think you're valid. There's a lot of thank you. You are valid. You were heard. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right though. There is a lot of that, especially with some of the other stuff that we we will listen to like later on in the show, like mm-hmm. Coheed and stuff like that. It's clearly not emo. It's clearly some other, you know, metalcore or yeah. hardcore, post-hardcore, whatever. Um, but yeah, like at the time, people were just like, "Oh yeah, it's pop punk emo." Yeah, it's also like not emo at all. Just because the emotions have or the lyrics have some emotions in them doesn't mean that it's emo. There's really nothing about this that is emo. Well, there's it- a song called the the uh, one more sad song. You're right. I stand correct. Yeah, that's a sad song. Emo invented the emotion sad. It's crazy. If emo hadn't come along, no one would ever be sad. We'd just be like robots. <laughs> That'd be nice. Well, that would be nice. Um, In the year 2000. Oh, boy. What a segment. <laughs> we should start doing that. We <laughs> just steal Conan O'Brien's 30-year-old <laughs> shtick. I mean, we kind of have been stealing everything Conan O'Brien has been doing in our entire our, our entire lives. That is very true. Um, you see he's in Ireland? I did, yeah. Yeah, he's having a good old time. Back to the back to the motherland. Aye. Aye. A lie. Island style, baby. Island style. Uh, do you want to talk about Stillwater, Oklahoma, the uh, hometown of this band? Oh, yeah, of course. Do you, you have anything for that? Uh, seems like, I'm, my understanding is it's, a, it's the home of Oklahoma State. It's okay, kind of a OSU. College town. Yeah. Uh, the current population is like 46,000. So it's kind of a, like a smaller-ish college town in okay. Oklahoma. Um, I'm going to give you some... Uh, Famous people that went to Oklahoma State. Sure. Uh, number one with the bullet, Gary Busey. I know him. I love him. Um, he's going a little crazy. He's been crazy his entire career. I saw. I, I saw that he um he pulled out his his uh, penis. Uh, James Marsden. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you got. It's just he pulled out his penis and that's it. James Marsden. We talked about him earlier. Yeah, Cyclops. In the yeah, that's Cyclops. Old that's psych. Also, that's also the cop in Sonic. That is the cop in Sonic. He's like he's one of the good ones though. Yeah. yeah, I can honestly say if I had to like a cop draft of like who my favorite cops are. Yeah, James Marsden, the local uh, 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 cop in the Sonic movies, is he's up there. Be pretty high up there for me. Yeah, it's uh, RoboCop, mm-hmm. the chick from Fargo, mm-hmm. James Marsden, and uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah, okay. Uh, we did it, Joe. 
I, you know, I don't even know who this person is. This is more of an era guy. Randy Couture? Uh, yeah, bro. Randy, uh, the prodigy. Or what was his, his ring name? Was uh, the natural chair. Randy, Randy the natural couture. You like that kind of shit, right? I love that kind of shit, bro. He's a legend. He lives in Vegas. Yeah, they all do. They all do. You love MMA. I do. I'm it's, a. I'm. I used to be a huge MMA fan. It scares me a little bit. I scare you. You don't scare me. <laughs> Nothing about you scares me. I'm scary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what did he got to do? He got like, kicked people and shit. No, he was a he was a wrestler. He was a collegiate wrestler. Um, but also he's kind of like one of the the pioneers of the genre. He used to do a lot of stuff like uh before the UFC. Well, the UFC's been around since like '93. But uh, I mean, he used to do stuff for um, you know, like other promotions. Like in Japan, there was a uh, Pride FC. Uh, he was you know, he was just a trainer. Uh, he's one of the oldest like heavyweight champions of all time in the UFC as well. Like he's done it all. Jesus, he's great. Wipe the fucking drool off your mouth, Eric. I You're love fucking, him, you just, just, just gushing about Shout how much you love. Shout out to Extreme Couture, the <laughs> MMA gym that he runs here in town, Las Vegas. I've trained there a couple of times. It's pretty nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you ass kicked? Uh, yeah. Or I you mean, kicked yeah. some ass. I didn't kick any ass. I think it was just a regular training day. What if you had to fight Randy Couture when you went and trained there? And you just like, you just like put him on the ground. I wouldn't be able to. Come on. No, I absolutely not. I, will f- I know you're basically sucking this damn this damn dude's dick on this He's fucking He's close vodka. to 60 years old, and he would beat the shit out of me. Oh. I can set this up. Okay. Yeah, you know? You know? Let's, yeah. Let's, I can, let's, we're going to make this happen. Eric versus You're, Randy you're Cooper. sort of the, you're the, I see, I'm the realistic person in terms of physicality. You're the, <laughs> you're sort of the, like, you're like the deluded guy who's like, oh, I could fight a bear and probably win if I wanted to. I could. But a bear would just maul you. Jesus. We, we, this, this, I'm one of your longest friends, and you don't think I could fight a bear? I know you couldn't fight a bear. I could fight a bear. You could fight a bear. You could. The act of fighting a bear is a thing that you could do, but you I, would squ- quickly be killed. You, a bear wouldn't even know what to do if it got uppercut. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Like, what the fuck did you just do to me? Um, last and certainly not least, uh, Gordon Eubanks. I only know Kevin Eubanks. He's the CEO and president of... Siemen Tech Corporation, makers of Norton Antivirus. Oh, okay. I know Norton Antivirus. Yeah. Bill Norton, I think, is the guy that made it. He's like a weird crypto crypto guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look, I don't expect it. I know you just fucking uh, gushed about Randy Couture for I five minutes. I do Randy you Couture. Don't, you don't, you're not obligated to go on another five-minute rant about I, Norton well, Antivirus. I know, I know what gets you off. <laughs> you do. Thank you. Uh, it's MMA, not IT. Those are the acronyms I like. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you have any more, like, history on this? I have a couple of things that I kind of weird little tidbits. Uh, I just have, like, the sort of a little bit more of reception of the album, if you want me to go into that real quick. Go into the reception of the album, then we'll, well, let's, let's, let's go over some things and we'll get into the, the meat and potatoes of All this right. bad boy. Okay. The album was included on number 49 on Rock Sound's top 51 most essential pop punk <laughs> albums of all time. Uh, BuzzFeed. Uh, you know them from their cooking videos, the hands and pan style cooking videos. Oh, yeah. Uh, included the album at number 35 on their 36 pop punk albums you needed to hear before you <laughs> fucking die list. And then finally, Alternative Press ranked Swing Swing at number 19 on their list of top 100 singles from the 2000s. Oh, I thought you were going to say top 20. Say 20. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. That's There's insane. a little bit of a theme going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what else you got? Uh, they went on tour with CKY. Oh, really? And got kicked off the tour. <laughs> if anyone can find any information on this, uh, please send it to us. Because I don't know, number one. I, number one, why did they go on tour with CKY? 
Uh, yeah. Number two, what do they do get to get kicked off the tour? Well, CKY probably heard them, and they were like, <laughs> yeah, you don't belong on this tour. Do you want to play a little CKY so our listeners know who yeah. this band is? CKY, of course, is um, most famous and only famous for being, um, I think Bam Margera's brother is in the band. Yeah. Uh, so they were kind of like the... I think he's um, the drummer. Yeah, they were like the, the soundtrack to the CKY VHSs. Yeah. Uh, they're a band and a series of uh, pre-Jackass exactly, uh, yeah. media. Um, of course, the name of the band CKY comes from just the three letters smack dab in the middle of the word fuck you. That's true. Uh, this is 96 Quite Bitter Thing, Quite Bitter Beings by CKY. 96 Quite Bitter Thing. You know this song. You've all heard this. Well, this is the... This is a top 10 song that sucks and also whips ass yeah that burner <laughs> yeah that song does kick ass um not an incredibly long list of former members of all american rejects it seems like the the four core guys have stayed together it's kind of like yeah. a fallout boy uh situation speaking of fallout boy Oh, yes. There's I am a, familiar. There's a couple dudes who kind of played with them a little bit. Okay. Um, so I wouldn't call him a former member, but a, a, a fans of this podcast, I remember Butch Walker. Butch Walker. Butch Walker played uh, keys for them on tour, I think, and some of the studio sessions also helped them out. So Butch Walker, you know, of of uh, uh, from under the drug tree fame. Of course. We should get him on the podcast. I mean, Ask it, who and then would we grill be? him about what his favorite brunch food is. We should, <laughs> but um, yeah, Butch Walker. What did he produced? Uh, like the Infinity early, on high, like the then, early records. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. We spent hundreds uh, of hours of our lives. Yeah, a, a year plus absorbing Fallout Boy information, and a lot of it I've already forgotten. <laughs> Some of it I've already. It's forgotten. nice to know that we've forgotten more about Fallout Boy than most <laughs> people will ever know. So. It's very true. Yeah. It's, uh, put it on my tombstone. <laughs> uh, Eric, what are your memories of this band, this record, when this came out? Uh, my memories. Around the time it came out. Yeah. I mean, this is clearly. Uh, look, we, we should preface this before we go into the actual review and rating and all that. This is music made for 14 year old girls. <laughs> it's not for us. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that being said, I, I heard about this for the first time from my sister, Kayla. She was like, you got to hear this fucking band. It's, you know, Paper Heart and Swing Swing. And I was just like, this rocks. I was like, this shit sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it was very much around that time. Of, like, if you were listening to Good Charlotte, if you listen to like Simple Plan, like this is sort of that same, there's their, their contemporaries as this band. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I didn't realize that they came out this early. Like, this is 2002. It's pretty, I guess it's like when the first main, like, pop punk quote-unquote explosion happens yeah 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 it's, to me i kind of have like the uh i have the same but opposite yeah. um like kind of opinion on it it's like i think uh the band came out and they were just kind of like a pop rock band and yeah people didn't know what to do with them and then in like kind of around the same time the whole mall emo thing was happening so people just like lumped it in with them because it's like i don't really know what else to call this band so they must be pop punk emo but i mean they're also kind of like if you look at their videos they're kind of they're presenting as that also. You know, they're all dressed in their, like, you know. Yeah, but they're too good looking. Oh, I know. Well, you gotta look like some 41 if you want to be, like, a <laughs> pop punk band. Don't worry. We'll get into a lot of... We're gonna, there's gonna be extensive conversation about how good looking this band is and um, 
so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, my main memory of this band is so I will tell you when I was in high school, um, I uh, had a lot of people who I listened to a lot of music with, people who I shared music with. Right. But one person in particular, a young man by the name of Daniel Cornelison, who's I'm sure never listened to this podcast. But uh, he never will. Um, him and I spent a lot of time kind of uh, exploring punk rock music. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen the movie, the movie SLC Punk? Yes, with um, the guy Shaggy. Shaggy. From, yeah. Um, there's a scene in SLC Punk where uh, they're listening to like Rush. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the two young punk rockers is like we're not doing this shit anymore and he plays like a Generation X tape mm-hmm. and they kind of and that is like the beginning of them going down this path of like finding punk rock music okay uh that's kind of like how I think of like me and Daniel oh okay so yeah. when we were like thirteen like discovering like Minor Threat for the first time right and Lagwagon and shit like that um. So needless to say, when Daniel said, hey, I have a CD I want you to listen to. Oh, no. Really? And it was like, here's all American Rejects. I was a little confused. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in his room one day after school. And he's rocking out. And, you know, we're going back and forth between listening to No FX, uh, uh, all these just like skate rock punk yeah, yeah. bands. Um, and, he, and then he plays me this. And I was like, huh. What song do you remember? It was Just the whole CD. Oh, weird. And I remember I was afraid to tell him that I was like, this is like not really our thing, Daniel. Where, are you, yeah. where is this coming from? Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is maybe one of the greatest punk records of all time, and I just didn't realize it. Well, as we we'll delve see. into this record, yeah. we'll figure it out. Um, also, another quick thing is uh, when the uh, 2001 when we were young, festival had its debacle. Two thousand twenty-one. Two thousand twenty-one. Yes, <laughs> I was like, "What?" You know, I have an issue with forgetting the second to last number and things. Well, you're always thinking about twenty two thousand one as well. Yes, so. of course. Well, that's when I peaked. Um, uh, the two thousand twenty-one when we were young festival, the very first one when the first day got canceled because of the, the wind. wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good old AAR played at a barbecue restaurant uh, just down the street from where we're at right now. Eric, Rolling smoke. No, what's it called? Is it called Rolling Smoke? Uh, the one over in Pontainer Park? Pontainer Park. Oi, Pontainer Park! Oh, God. Uh, no, what's it? It's on Main Street. You're listening to, what's the name of that fucking barbecue spot? Uh, the barbecue spot on Main Street. We'll, we'll remember it and, and... What's it, what's it near? Give me a little... Fucking rebar and, and, and... Oh, um... Yeah, what is that place? Huddle? Hoodle? No, it's not Huddle. <laughs> We'll think about it and then we'll add it back in in post. When, okay. When we'll have Eric say it like a we uh, well, me, you, and Sam went there like a few like a uh, last year. Yeah, we went there after recording one day. We had some, I forgot what it was called. Just some barbecue spot. Okay. Uh, AAR, huh? Yeah. Nice. Sick. That's cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fuck face. That's what we're talking about. All American rejects. <laughs> All American rejects. All right. Anyway, do you have anything else? Anything before we get into the 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 actual record itself? Yeah. Do you want to go to the videos first? I know you watched the videos, and I actually watched them this week too. Sure, yeah, we can do, I, I usually save the videos for when we talk about the song, but let's go into the videos. Yeah, uh, Swing Swing. That was the first one I watched. Yes, yes, Did yes. you like that? Um, sh- uh, yeah. It- I, I like how the uh, the main plot point of that video is a Def Leppard t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of a sad video. It is kind of a sad video. It's kind of a good video. I feel like we, we you know what, in a post-Fallout Boy, Dork Tree Pod world, right. we, we are subject to watching a lot of bad music videos. Yes. Um, it's kind of like, it's it's the tale of uh, small town lovers. 
That's high true. school sweethearts. True. Um, kind of, you know, just perusing around a Midwestern, uh, t- doing the thing in Midwestern. It's definitely Midwestern vibes. Like, they do the things like hang out just in school, bleachers, go up to drinking, the, drinking, drinking in trailers. Um, and then, uh, do you want to talk about the, uh, the conflict in the video? Yeah. There's a, there's some infidelity, I believe, right. Is what happens. Not at all. No. Good. I'm glad you watched. I will. I'm just, a lot of it is like, you know, it's, it's, it's very like American beauty where it's like somebody just filming somebody else. Yes. Yes. There's a camcorder. Um, they are having car troubles. The, mm. the boy, the, the man in their relationship, the car breaks down and he gets frustrated and kind of takes out his frustration, um, on the, uh, his, his lady friend. Yes. And then that's it. They just break up. And the the video ends with them breaking up, and she gives back the Def Leppard shirt. Yeah, he comes to see her under the bleachers, and yes. she's like, "Take your Def Leppard shirt back." Uh huh. It's a little bit of a fucking. Uh, you think you think that oh, they're just gonna get back together, right? Because right. he kind of comes and they have a moment of soft embrace. Yeah, and then she's like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> yeah, and then he goes to drive to the point, and yeah. just. He throws something off a ledge. Yeah. And then I'm sure then he just goes and... Drives off a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say drives to the local Midwestern strip club and just fucking... <laughs> yeah. Spends his uh, Wendy's paycheck there. It's not I mean, a jab. It's, I mean, it just it is just reality. What do you have against people working Wendy's? Nothing. Okay. It's crazy that there are... Um, you know what's crazier? What? There are no fast food restaurants that start with a W. That is crazy. Yeah. You can't think of any? No. Whataburger? No. Well, no. Wahlbergs? No. Wahlburgers? No. It's great. Okay, so other than those two, there are no other fast food establishments that start with a W. Wendy's? Wendy's nuts. Oh, my God. Um, I love Wendy's. Hey, we are part of the Wendy's uh, defense force. We are always <laughs> defending Wendy's. We Have are... you seen this fall from grace that Burger King, Burger King is having? They're trying to like claw back like their, uh, you know, their former glory. No, not Burger King. What happened? What? what what's they the just new... like they talked about how they like they fired a CEO and then like they put like a four hundred million dollar like ad campaign to like kind of get back in because they fell from like number two to like number five or something. <laughs> but also, Burger King food sucks, so that's why I'm not allowed to say that I don't like Burger King anymore. So I'm just gonna uh, remove myself from this conversation. Okay. I refuse to question. <laughs> You have to answer. I refuse the question. You have to answer. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, it is. Like, when we were kids back in old nineteen ninety nine, felt yeah. like Burger King was having like Burger King was right there with McDonald's. Oh, Burger, absolutely, neck and neck. They were like the kind of the same tier, but like higher quality. Um, now Burger King is just like who goes to fucking Burger King? If you go to Burger King, like you need an intervention by your friends to be like, hey, you can't you can't be eating a Burger King. I want Burger King so bad now. But they're chicken. Sandwich fucking kicked ass though. I will say that in the in the, the sandwich wars of 2020. I'm writing down Burger King on my list of things I want. What to would eat. you get at Burger King? Uh, the long chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I know you love that, that long that chicken. Kicks sandwich. ass, dude. <laughs> uh, I would probably just if I went to Burger King right now. If we stopped yes. recording, and I went to Burger. King, I would just get whatever like their their like special burger of like the month is. You know, like they have. Oh you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And I would just get that. Like the outlaw burger, which got some onion rings and some barbecue <laughs> sauce on it, or the angry burger. Yeah, that's true. Remember that that black the, bun? Was it the black bun or was it the red bun? I don't remember. I think it was the red bun. It, it, I just, I just remember colored buns. Make your make your shit turn black. <laughs> you just chugging Pepto Bismol. What else is new? <laughs> um, uh, good analysis on the music video for Swing. Yeah, of course. What, any other? But music? you're you're right though. Like this 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 video and uh, the last song. They're very like high quality productions. Oh yeah, they look good. Oh yeah, uh, they don't look like they were filmed for like you know three hundred bucks. Yeah, since you mentioned it, we can go into the video for the last song. 
the video starts with them getting into a car in a garage. Oh, the light. It's so bright. It's ah. And you're thinking to yourself, what are these fucking handsome Midwestern boys going to do? Well, it turns out it's a, I don't know. It was not quite post-apocalyptic, mm. um, but there's no one in the, in this town. Yeah. All the it's sort of like a gone. I Am Legend. Yeah. Remember that movie? The Will or, Smith? Or The Langoliers. The Langoliers. Which is brought up on this podcast yeah. way more than it should. Friend of the show, your relative who was in The Langoliers. <laughs> yes, and Paul Giamatti who was not in Oh, the... we didn't talk about Paul Giamatti. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was at In-N-Out after the Golden Globes. Yeah, we hung out with him for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we were like, what's up, bro? We just popped a squat and fucking chugged on his on his milkshake for a little bit. Did you see that... Um. That woman that he's dating, I did. He's a yes. uh, he's dating the woman that plays his dominatrix in that TV show Billionaires yes, yes, yes. or something. Hey, good for you dating good. dating a younger chick. <laughs> oh yeah, you love that. <laughs> you love it, asshole. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's the last song by no 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 no. Um. Yeah. So they uh. Eric, you 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 claim to have watched the music. These videos. are guys being dudes. <laughs> All right. What happens in the video? It's, you know, it's what, what are four boys going to do when they got the whole world as their oyster? Mm-hmm. They're going to drive fast cars. They're going to drink beer. Yeah. They're going to play golf. Uh-huh. All the things that you would do. And not be bothered, not be, not be, not, not be uh, uh, cumbered by society. Unencumbered. They are unencumbered by society. True. Um, and then all of a sudden, everyone reappears, and then they're like, they're, they're like, oh, I'm naked. Yeah. Tyson Ritter gets a ticket for driving too fast. Yep. And, they get a, and then there's all of a sudden balls getting hit at them on the, on the, on the, in the sand pit because they're hanging out in the golf course. Yeah, because that's where they're, they're doing like a little beach, uh, you know, beach thing. Yeah. We're not doing a very good job of selling it, but it's actually a pretty decent. It's a good video. It's a decent, it's a good video. The bad video is one more sad song. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a not, this is not a good video. What happens in one more sad song? It's just Tyson Ritter in black and white walking places where people are, it's, they're doing that thing where he's walking forwards, everyone's walking backwards. Uh huh. Um, and he's like watching himself play with the band. It's a very like, you know, one of those shitty videos. Yes, yes, yes. Of the time. Is that the same as Time Stand Still, where he keeps just parking his car and walking into the? Room? Yes. Okay, I think that's Time Stand Still. I think you're it? confusing the music videos. But oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was thinking of one more sad song is uh the intro that I wrote for us. Yes. yes. What Time Stand Still is <laughs> what I'm talking about. But, you know, Eric, what else is new? Eric getting fucking confused about what happens I'm in the so music I'm so easily videos. confused. Yes. The Time Stand Still, I have it written in my notes. Time Stand Still is maybe one of the worst music videos I've ever seen in my entire life. It's super really? fucking It's boring. not that bad. It's fucking boring as hell. It just Tyson fucking Ritter parking his stupid Jeep like an asshole. Over and over. <laughs> walking into a, a practice space over and over and over again. And nothing fucking interesting happens. Except he kind of turns ghostly for a second. But guess what? This whole fucking band is ghostly because there's just a bunch of pale they are very 115 pound fucking skinny white midwestern guys and whenever they they're probably drowning in poon so (laughs) again they make all their cheekbones accentuated and they make their hair all super fucking greasy so they look like they're just like atrophied to fucking hell um it's a look they're serving they're serving cunt mama god forbid i have fucking seven plates at a buffet and i'm (laughs) i'm greasy but I'm not. The, I'm not the right kind of greasy Bro, for I these miss women. Buffets. When was the last time we were at a buffet? I'd kill to go to a buffet. I don't, you and I, we, you and I, probably have not been to a buffet in, I mean, six years together. Maybe, yes. But I've been to. The, I've been to them without you. Oh, you're going to buffets without me? Yeah, fucker. <laughs> um, uh, buffet corner uh, in the kind of right when things opened up after um, COVID nineteen. Yes, you remember that? I remember. How could I forget? Uh, Sam and I went to a. 
buffet on the strip. It was insanely overpriced and oh, yeah. sucked, kind of. What but, casino? Uh, I don't know. I paid like $34 for a cocktail. Oh my god. Like the Aria or something like that. Oh, well that's your well that's why. But we needed that buffet. I need that of buffet course. fix. Um you know what's you know what covid took from us that we'll never get back? So many things. The fire we're... the firelight buffet at oh, Samstown. Yeah. <laughs> that was our buffet. Yes, uh for those of you not in the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada. We love Samstown. Um you've heard us talk about it on this podcast when talking about the killers. They had a wonderful buffet that we spent much of our childhood in and it's gone. We'll never have it back. I'll never be able to just take a bunch of ice cream, put it into a cup, and then add milk to it, and then stir it around, and have you make fun of me for doing that? Yeah, because it's weird. You don't need more. It's a milk. milkshake. I made a milkshake. You didn't shake anything. You I just, stirred it up. It's a milkster. All you did was you shake your little butt while you were fucking pouring that two percent milk over your shitty vanilla bean ice cream. <laughs> it's so good. Ugh, come on. But uh, no, like I think they still have a. The Palm still has a buffet that's open. I think so, yeah. I, I went I went that with MRN and uh Rod. Really? When was this? Uh last year? Oh, I do remember this. I think I was working. You were working, yeah. Yes. Maybe we gotta have a fucking Dork Tree buffet night. Ooh, we should record from a buffet. Oh my god, bro. I would love that. Alright, we'll figure that out. Coming to you coming to your podcast feed soon. Buffet night. Buff- Dork, oh my god. Dork Tree Pod presents buffet. Just hearing night. plates clanking and <laughs> and children being whipped because <laughs> their their parents don't approve of them running through the restaurant. Alright. Do you have anything else for this? Do you want to go to the track list? <laughs> Let's get into the fucking track list. Then. All right. So, buffet corner talk aside, uh, we'll go into track one. This is a little song called My Paper Heart by the band All American Rejects. What do you think about that song? What a way to start a record. What a, yeah, I mean, it's a weird choice. Um, <laughs> do you think so? I don't think it's, I don't think this is a good song. Um, so okay. it's a weird, it's a weird song to kind of be like, hey, this is our, I mean, you're a pop rock band. This is a very poppy song. So, uh-huh. you know, I guess it's you do you. See, I thought you liked this song. I thought you liked, I thought you liked this record. I, I like Swing Swing out of any of the songs, <laughs> I think. Uh, but nowadays, I don't think, I mean, I, I I think I kind of when we were younger I play up that I liked all American rejects as like I, a joke for a laugh. I don't think you were doing it for a laugh. You know what? Can I can I can I put you on blast? I Please think, do. I think at I times you've talked about liking this record and this band, and that and that you maybe had not listened to it in a long time, well, and then yeah. and then you listen to it recently, and you're finding that you don't really like it as much as you remember or think that you did, and now you're trying to backtrack. But don't worry, buddy. I have the receipts. I'm gonna I'm gonna provide evidence of you saying that you love this record. How fucking dare you? <laughs> um, you know what? You're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're. Uh, maybe uh, hey. Maybe you're right. Um, I think I think it's, this is a fine song. Um, not incredibly complicated. No, and not particularly uh interesting. I like the I like when a band does like an acoustic guitar. Or in like in a electric guitar setting, mm-hmm. I enjoy that. <laughs> uh, it's a little stripped down. Uh, this is the only pop punk song I've ever heard with the word "beseech" in it. Oh, I have that written down too. I okay. don't think any other band on the when we were young setlist has ever done a song <laughs> with the word "beseech" in it, except maybe Coheed. Yes, Coheed's probably done said "beseech." Yeah, probably. There that are fucker a couple probably of... uses it in his normal. I 
Just say, uh, I'm, I'm Claudio Sanchez. I beseech you. <laughs> I'm Claudio. Beseech. Beseech. <laughs> I put myself in my comics. <laughs> no offense. I, I'm a big, I'm a big Coheed fan, but you know, there's like, there's like four Claudios in the fucking, the whole thing. <laughs> oh boy. He's that's has, even worse. He has so many like self inserts in, in his fucking lore. I'm looking forward to the Coheed episode. That's going to be a, a good one. Cause you are, like you said, a massive Coheed fan and I am a very casual Coheed fan. Yeah. I like the hits. Me, me, Louie, and Rod, listeners of the show and guests of the show, were like, th- like, Cody and Cameron was like my favorite band for many years. And Gabby. Oh, that's true. Gabby, too. Um, yeah, for Paper Hard, what else you got for this? Um, oh, I got a bunch, but Oh, yeah. Lay it on me. Um, this song, uh, I'm, I'll focus on this and then we'll kind of get to a big picture thing. This song is about, this song is about a breakup, rebound, friends with benefits uh situation uh, normally on this podcast i'd like to kind of we like to if we can go into what these songs are about right i'm probably gonna shelf that uh for this episode because all these songs are kind of about one breakup that that is that this asshole went through basically it's all one particular it, it's it's all breakup music so there's nothing like I, i'm not gonna like waste my breath by saying like this is this aspect of this breakup right right it's just kind of um all all breakup stuff um, there is a music video for this, uh, I think, I actually can't even tell if this is an official, official music video, but a YouTube user, Melissa Terry, um, uploaded it, uh, like 18 years ago. Okay. It looks like fucking garbage and it's, oh, you can barely even watch it. So um, it's probably got a, like a promo CD or something. Yeah. yeah. But shout out to old Melissa Terry. We want to give props to the, the AAR army out there. Yeah. Melissa, if you're listening, send us a message. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she is. Um, origami. Ah, I'm familiar. Uh, the Japanese art of folding paper. Yes, uh, folding ori mean meaning folding, kami meaning paper. Uh, by the seventh century, paper had been introduced to Japan from China via the Korean Peninsula, uh, and the Japanese developed washi by improving the method of making paper in the Heian period. You gotta ease up with that. What <laughs> the Highland? That's how it. I'm honoring the culture, Eric. <laughs> You're like the samurai chef from like SNL like 30 years ago. <laughs> Can I get through my... Oh, please, I'm please. Edu- I'm so sorry. I'm please. trying to educate our fucking guests. I'm so sorry. Our ignorant oh, guests. Forgiveness, please. <laughs> we should make a shirt that says, I'm an, ign- I'm an ignorant listener of Dark Tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the paper making technique developed in Japan around 1805 to 1809 uh, was then called uh, Nagashi Suki. I didn't say it with the accent. Thank you. Nagashi Suki. A method of adding uh, mus- mus- mucilage. As uh, the process of conventional uh, Tomsuki. Uh, Tomsuki. Um, we should do some origami. Uh, I know how to do a, an origami frog. Do you really? Yeah. Will you make one for me? Yeah, hold on. I'll get a paper card. Are you going to edit this out while you, while you look No, just, say, look just say shit. I know where paper is. Uh, just say shit. Just That's, say shit. Um, uh, th- this is VH1 music. Um... All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm for listeners. I'm gonna make make a an origami frog right now. Okay, I'll do a little play by play. He's folding the paper. Poorly. Um, he's uh, folding uh, quadrant one down to quadrant three. My God, this is gonna take fucking forever. No, no, I'm almost done. Jesus, you invested all this money in fucking um, hand hand weights or whatever. I'll tell you, Eric's Eric's room is filled with these like. <laughs> They're oh, you... not filled with my hand weights. What do you mean? 
You've got like little things to like improve like your hand strength. Yeah. I guess you felt like you weren't cranking it quite hard enough. <laughs> That's true. And you can't even fold these fucking I'm folding the paper. paper. It's a it's a it's a note card. It's a hard it's cardstock. It is thick paper. Oh I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Um Oh I fucked up again. And now it's just a crumpled up piece of paper. <laughs> I'll tell I don't know. I'll do it later. Make sure we get a picture of your or your origami. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a picture of it right now. Anyway, my paper heart. Uh um it's a it's a it's a fine song. It's a little uh it's just it just it's a it's a nice little pop rock song. So you enjoy this song? Uh do you and man, it's kinda hard to say. Like I, I guess I, I guess I enjoy it. Okay. I I know what you mean. Uh-huh. Um We'll talk about this when we finalize Let's everything. Let's keep going. And Let's we'll, keep and going. We'll start formulating actual opinions. On All this. right. So, uh, track two. This is a song called "Your Star" by the band The All American Rejects. So. Tyson has this way of singing that I feel like was sort of everyone did in this genre. Okay. You know, like the whole like that vocal fry where it's like, tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. <laughs> like, what? who do you think was the first person who had that sort of style? Or do you know off the, like from your history of it, music? It's that kind of like, ah. Oh, yeah, that, ah, oh, oh. why, why? Well, it's the lady from Four Non Blondes. Right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, who popularized that? Man, I didn't really think about that. That is a good question. I mean, we, maybe we need to do a little research. Because about... everyone did it, you know? like. Yeah. I don't know. It... Was it Blink-182? Maybe because Tom kind of does that. Maybe. But I find hard to believe that Blink-182 was, like, the first to do it. I don't know. Maybe our... Because it's not like Green Day. Green Day doesn't do... Like, Billy Joe doesn't sound like that. No. It's a, it's a very, like, kind of, like soft way of singing loud maybe is a way to describe it yeah i'm struggling to find a way to describe it but i know what you're talking about so i don't know maybe we'll it's yeah it's a way to kind of like to make a note kind of go to sustain a note without actually being able to sustain a note like yeah yeah like it's it's a way you don't you you change your octave up a little a bit. A style of fabricating the ability to sing yeah. a little bit or or maybe you, you they can sing but they're making it, they're trying to sound like they can sing better than they actually can or it just sounds young. Maybe that's what it is to yeah. you. Sound like a young. I I want to say that I think it's I think it's Blink. Okay, uh, uh, we'll, we'll look into it. I refuse the question. <laughs> All right. So, um, but do you, do you like that style of singing? No. Okay. So no. You don't like. You know what? The vocal it has its place. You know, I will say there are there are things I I like about this record. There are things I don't like about this record. The vocals didn't even really like register to me. The vocals are just kind of there. I think yeah. that's kind of be kind of a theme of this. This, this record is very much just. Eh, there, yeah, it exists, and I don't really have. Um, I, I kind of really don't like it or dislike it. It's hard when you're you spend it's the whole. Hard. It's hard when you're listening to Patrick Stump for a year. Oh, yeah, you're eating filet mignons every night, <laughs> and then someone just drops some ground chuck. <laughs> ground chuck is good. You it's think not Tyson Ritter is ground meat? <laughs> I don't think he's ground chuck. You drop a okay. How about that? We, let's continue our our rare and steak and cheese and talk. Which I I'll tell you, the listeners loved it. Okay. Um, you know, Patrick Stump is a filet mignon. Okay. Maybe uh, Tyson is sort of like a, a New York strip. 
I was gonna say Tyson is like when you go to like a late night casino and you get like the five dollar steak. And Ooh, like a flank steak. Yeah, something bro. Like that. Still tasty, still good. And I'll, you're undeniably like you want to eat it, but it's like eh, you're not like you're not being tricked into thinking it's something that's not. I'll tell you, one of the best steaks I've ever had was at the the Grand Lux Cafe at Sunset Station here in beautiful Las Vegas, or I should say Henderson. And I went to the Grand Lux Cafe with my fifth beetle Louie mm-hmm. at like one a.m. Wow. And uh. I guess like the head chef was just like working there, just just there, like like you know maybe doing a late night or something. Okay. And I got like a five dollar steak, and it was one of the best steaks I've ever had in my fucking life. And the waitress was like, "Yeah, our our head chef is actually here." And I was like, "Oh, la di da." Nice. This sounds like a nice little date you and Louis went oh, on. Oh, it was great. Me and him used to go to that fucking that Grand Lux Cafe all the fucking time, right, Louis? We're talking to him right now. Well, I, I, we're not continuing until he re- continuing until he responds. <laughs> Please respond. Uh, we want to bring Louis to old fucking buffet night. Yeah, he should. He, I think he's, he's probably been to some of the fireside buffet nights with us. Louis, you're coming with us to buffet night. You ever go to buffet in Asia all the time? Oh yeah, ugh, dangerous. That was a rough. That was a rough <laughs> couple of years. I'd still go. I would too. You think there's a buffet in Asia open still somewhere in time? There is. It's over on Eastern and uh, Flamingo. There you go. That's that's a, that's a buffet we can go to. Yeah, there you go. Um, Your star. This band reminds me of trying to pinpoint what genre of music this is. It's just kind of like the pop rock stylings of bands like OK Go. Yeah. Rooney. Uh, okay. Even Phantom Planet. Uh, I'm not the. Well, I think Rooney and Phantom Planet are more pop punk adjacent than. No, you're this. wrong about that. You think Phantom so? Phantom Planet's not pop punk. Uh, well, they're more indie pop. Whatever it is, I'm just saying. Look, I'm not saying all those bands sound exactly the same, but it's just kind of like this style of like pop rock music that is yeah. just kind of like it's not really anything other than just pop rock. You're kind of straining your brain to kind of like to come up to with make a, something to, of it. To, to make a genre that isn't. It's just simple to say it's pop rock, and that's kind of that's it. Is you don't don't th- th- stop with the origami. <laughs> okay. Do, y- y- Jesus Christ, am I that fucking boring to you, Eric, that I start talking about something? I just want to prove you, a point that I could do the origami frog. I, I want you – here, I don't want you to fuck it up again, so wait till we're done recording. Okay. And then actually put some time into it. I've got ADHD, okay? It's hard. For do me to, you have ADHD? I think you, so. Or you, oh, you think so. Don't just walk around saying that you have something when you, don't, when you have been diagnosed. I've got a heart on. Have you you need to go to uh quick care to get diagnosed with a bone. I've had it for over four hours. <laughs> um uh oh the your star delves into the complex dynamics of a relationship affected by emotional distance, fear, and desire for a connection. The song captures the yearning for love and the understanding while highlighting the struggle both individuals face in achieving it. That's emotional. Yeah, got me really emotional. Um there's a nice little guitar solo in the middle where they do the little breakdown. There are so many long songs on this album. Yeah, I noticed that too, that the songs are uh, like all get up to like four minutes. Numerous ish. songs. Yeah, and there's like a five minute one. Fucking four minutes. What are you doing? I think as I, maybe that's one of the things I'm noticing as we get older. I'm just like, three minutes. Tops. <laughs> I'm going to say like, yeah, two two minutes and 45 seconds is like the perfect song. Absolutely. Um, Eric, I tried really hard to find um, your star. Oh, okay. You, your star. My star. There's no real Eric star, which is kind of fucking stupid to me. Like, is there a mixed star? I didn't look. I'm not a fucking egomaniac. I didn't look for my <laughs> okay. own star. Um, well, thank you for looking for mine, though. But look, they'll tell you. Big science will tell you. There's billions of stars out there. Oh, yeah? Why isn't there one named Eric? Doesn't that seem like that seems fucking stupid? I feel like it's about time there was one named Eric. We might have to buy you a star named Eric. Ooh, would you buy me a star? <laughs> Don't say it in that fucking... Ooh. Um, I... We do that for each other. I bought Derek a lordship. He's a lord. Yeah. Buy me a star. 
I'm, yeah, I'm sure he's taxing the hell out of the people living in that abandoned castle. <laughs> um, in the meantime, though, I did find the closest I could find was a uh, uh, a star named Erai, oh. which is kind of like <laughs> it's Eric. A stretch. Um, it is part of the constellation uh, Cepheus the King. There it is. I'm showing you a picture. I'm showing Eric a picture of it right now. That's a giant penis you just showed me. I said I think it looks like an IUD. Ew. Which I guess IUDs kind of look like penises. I guess that's true. They got the little, the T shape. It's like a little T bar. Yeah. Maybe there's some uh, subconscious stuff going on there with IUDs and penis shapes. Yeah. IUD designers are just you know big <laughs> phallic symbols. So there you go. If you ever if you ever want to look, I, I'm deeming this um, Eric's consolation. Thank you so much. Um, until we until he until he forces me to buy him a star. <laughs> so go. You know if you're out if you're outside tonight. In the in a, in you know the city lights are aren't too bright. Go look at Cepheus the King. That sounds that sounds great. You know what sucks <laughs> is that you know you and I living in Vegas, being Vegas boys, there's so much light pollution. We don't see stars. I know it's very uh, poetic. I think it's very um, what's that word I'm looking for? Ironic? No. Uh, metaphorical, I guess. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how, but, but it just is. It makes sense to say like romantic shit like that. So. You know, the stars, there's no stars in the sky because they're all on the ground. Oh, yeah. You know, all the stars are shining here in the City of Lights, Las the, Vegas. The, pe- the people who, 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 the people who run this city. Have you seen, you ever see that video of um, Kelly Osborne talking about Donald Trump? No. She's on, like, it's not, maybe it's not, like, you know, The View. Are you familiar with, like, The View? I'm aware of The View, of, yeah. like, uh, early 2000s, like, panel, like, yeah. talk shows or whatever. Um, and Kelly Osborne says something along the lines of, you know, she says in this, I'm paraphrasing, Donald Trump, if you deported all the Mexicans out of this country, who would be left to clean your toilets? Jesus and Christ. everyone immediately is just like in shock. And she's like, and she tries to do damage control. She's like, the, no, wait, hold on. That's not what I meant. And it's like, <laughs> it's an insane video. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I don't want to watch it, but yeah, that is insane to say. To say. Um. So, People yeah. start throwing garbage at her from the audience. But who would have thought that uh, um, Kelly Osbourne was out of touch? Who would have thought? Uh, do you want to get into the next song? Your favorite song my, of all time? My number one with a bullet. This is number three. Swing Swing by the band All American Rejects. The vocal fry is big in this one. My heart. <laughs> a classic. Everyone knows this tune. Everyone knows. Eric, when was the last time you swinged? Uh, like Swing? a month ago. Carly and I, Car- as you know, Carly and I like to go to like parks and stuff. Like we'll do like little day dates. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like we went to this park over like Exploration Park over in South west nevada las vegas mm-hmm. and uh yeah there's some swings there we got on the swings it was great so is it swinged or swang Sw- swung no. we were swunging you you wouldn't fucking sw- you wouldn't have swung on anyone <laughs> is it swinged you're swinging i can't swinging but it's past tense when was the last time you swang swang or is it swang swinged? eyes closed just swanging eyes closed just swanging <laughs> <laughs> um we we as a as an adult man on these swings, we're mm-hmm. like we're the swings making that. Oh, they're. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was fucking struggling, bro. I like that sound. 
Yeah. I wish and was, the listeners love it too. We should we should do some swinging ASMR. Do you think we'd like <laughs> blow up if we like Yeah, we'd be like uh we like Hey baby, do I make you horny? <laughs> I'm I'm a swinger, baby. Oh, and you have an awesome powers accent now in this Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Look before the buffet. That's our day. swinging ASMR. <laughs> before the buffet day, we'll have to do some swinging ASMR. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, one thing I didn't mention in this uh, when we were talking about the music video, uh, Tyson Ritter kind of has Disney's. Do you know what Disney's are? No. Disney's are like these. It's this thing, and I, I don't. I'm not super uh, tapped in on the on the culture of this. Okay. But Disney stars do these this thing with their knees where they kind of. Bend their knees in on each other. It's oh, kind of, like the little the we your fingers yeah, together. Yeah, it, it's kind of like this like style. Like, Miley Cyrus is like the fucking queen of it. I okay. think she still kind of does it. It's just like this knee bend in on itself. Thing. Yeah, but it's a very Disney kind of like it's a very like uh, not preteen, almost kind of preteen way of like performing. It's if you can kind so of so you're like, saying Disney's Disney's. Yes, yes, of course. I'm saying. Uh, I know, I know what you're referring to. I didn't know that it was popularized by like Disney stars, but I, I, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're if you're a Disney adult out there, like, Ugh. let us know about uh, what your experience with Disney is. If you're a Disney adult out there, lose our email address. <laughs> no, Disney adults are valid. Okay, that's the, the, that's the marginalized group that I stand up for. Oh, Disney thank adults. goodness. Um, First, they came for the Disney adults, and I said nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else you got. What do you, what do you got for this song? What, what are your What are your big thoughts? There's swing, a lot of swing. the organ. I uh, love that. There's a lot of weird like throughout this whole album. There's a lot of weird like music choices, mm-hmm. like in terms of like oh, let's throw a little instrument in there. There's a lot of synth, but in this one, there's particularly a lot of intro of organ, and mm-hmm. I love that. I love organ in songs. Yeah, and and a record that as we get more into it that doesn't do a lot of like really creative things. Yeah, uh, this is the song that obviously stands out. This is why it was the big single. The 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 instrumentation of the or the organs are pretty entertaining. There's some weird time signature stuff with like some drums. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm stretching a little bit mm-hmm. for 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 uh, st- but it's basically just the kind of the one that songs like oh yeah this is it does something kind of kind of cool you know is do you think that these weird choices for you know adding in instruments is it is it sort of trying to cover up the fact that this is just a really basic song or basic album that doesn't really have a lot of substance to it it's an interesting question i don't think i don't think they really care i think when when i when i when i think about this record and 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 have done the 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 research i have i i think they accomplished their goal of kind of making just kind of straightforward pop rock yeah music about girl breakup stuff right i don't think they were trying i don't like i don't, I don't think they wanted to be like oh yeah we're yeah, redefining redefining the the art right. form or redefining the genre it's like we just kind of want to make we, like the these these two assholes are just like let's just make catchy fucking songs and, hey, and yeah. that's it and they, and they did it yeah there's um, nothing wrong with that yeah i guess yeah but when it comes to um when when someone is tasked with making a podcast talking about the record, sometimes it's a little difficult to to. And we point. have to stretch, and we have to we have to ask these questions. Uh huh. Um, man, th- these handsome pieces of shit—they go through this breakup, and it makes them fucking millionaires because they write this fucking music. Well, when you're handsome like that, you yeah. can do anything. Exactly. People just foist money on you. Again, we spend three hours at a buffet because we've been through a breakup, and we're fucking losers. Yeah, but that fucking feels great though. <laughs> Could you say, okay, put yourself in that mind space where you're like, oh man, I just got broken up with. I'm gonna go to a buffet with my bros, and we're just, it's that sounds fucking great. <laughs> that sounds nice. We'll have to right. make that happen. One we day. should call, let's call up the bro. Yeah, let's get divorced to call up the bros. <laughs> 
Um, here a quote from old Ty Dog. Uh, Ty Dog. <laughs> my ex girlfriend and I had a rough relationship, and that was uh written. It was written, and it sucked really bad. Uh, Ritter explains. Uh, I like this other chick. So, oh my god! So that's why the sec. What's the sec? What the second verse is about? Moving on to a hotter chick. Oh my god! I Tyson gonna... says, "No, I'm just kidding." <laughs> moving on to the other girl, or just moving on. I thought you were gonna say a uh, quote from old Ty Dog. My ex girlfriend is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. That's a quote from old E. T. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. I mean, look. What else is there to say? This is a classic song. It's oh yeah. A, it's a d- d- regardless of whatever uh, genre I want to uh, pigeonhole this into. Uh, it's just a, a classic song from this time. If you yeah. were in high school age, if you were high school age in this time, everyone knows this tune. Yeah. And thinking about it, you're right. I I I would not say that this is pop punk. This is very much pop rock. Thank you for finally admitting that. I, you I know right. what? I'm coming around to your your opinions on this. Um, my last thing, it's not particularly interesting, so I don't even know what I'm going to bring it up. The director of this video, um, is a pretty, uh, 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 well-respected, like, uh, director of a lot of things. He made a bunch of fucking Weezer and System of Down, P.O.D., Papa Roach, Blink-182. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Just kidding. Marco Siega. Oh, okay. Um, he, um, directed a bunch of episodes of Dexter, True Blood, Cold Case, and Veronica Mars. That's interesting. Yeah. What are you talking about? That was interesting. Well, I don't know. You like dumb shit, Eric. So I do like I'm not, dumb shit. I'm not surprised that things, that you find things. Well, these are good. Hey, these videos look good. So, you know, I mean, They do sense. look good, yes. These look good. So, that's it. That's all I got for Swing Swing. Classic. Swang, Everyone swang. knows it. Eyes closed, just swing. Eyes closed, just swing swing. <laughs> that's got to be a mashup out there somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, Drake's done it. Uh, okay, let's go to track four. This is a track called Time Stands Still by the band The All-American Rejects. And I'll do it right this time. <laughs> time stands still by the All American Rejects. I'm Gazy. I like this song. I like this song too. This uh, <clears throat> the guitar riffs are very like third eye blindy. Yeah, the dern, it's very it's got a very like late nineties alternative uh-huh. feel to it, which is this is only like two thousand two. It's like four years later, but yeah, I, I I I'm not for this song, but I have the same note written down that this is third eye blind. This is kind of feels like that kind of like uh, like kind of in like late late nineties. There was this kind of like um college rock yeah. kind of like uh not like dave matthews college rock but just kind of like um just rock like music. semi-sonic yeah stuff like yeah. that and i feel like if this band would make if it came out a few years earlier they could have been like in lumped in that same um in that same group so they would not have been nearly as successful as those other bands because i feel like that would have been towards the end of it and then... yeah but who knows but this song is good it's a good song yeah um again i I have a massive quote about tyson ritter talking about how this is about a girl i'm not so this is like you said earlier this this whole album is about the same breakup that my understanding well i I think it's all kind of revolved around the same the same breakup okay if i were to just kind of read into the lyrics that i know i think that there might be multiple women involved but they're all kind of circulated like some of the women are like rebounds right so uh, in 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 it, it's all kind of connected to the same breakup, whether or not it's like the same woman. Like right, some right. of his other uh, lady friends of the night 
basically he was he was seeing them because of as a as a as a rebound or right. a fallout of the relationship. So and I mean, yes. if you look like Tyson Ritter, you're gonna have multiple women just beating down your door. Oh my god, I'm, I'd suck his damn dick. Uh, but we also didn't mention. Uh, so Tyson, it's sort of like a Pete and Patrick thing where Tyson yes. is the primary songwriter, whereas Nick is the the composer for all the songs. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Old Pete and Patrick, man. I miss them. I miss those boys. I miss you, Pete and Patrick. I miss and you, Andy boys. and Joe. <laughs> yeah, tack on those two. <laughs> um, I don't have a, a ton for this uh, song, which is good because we need to get this fucking podcast over with. Because uh, <laughs> all right, track five. One more sad song. I do. I do have one thing I can <laughs> okay. bring up. That's not kind of related to this song, but this is a fine time bringing up. You're familiar with the band SR seventy one? Yeah. Um, you ever get a good look at them? Like, when is the last time you watched the music video? Never. Okay, so they have. I I would um. Listeners at home, I would take a moment to 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 get a good look at what these guys look like. Um, SR seventy one. Uh, maybe you can even play the song right now, so our so everyone has a point of reference. They were kind of like this around the time that like uh, Blink one eighty two and and some forty one and this kind of like pop punk thing in the like early two thousand started blowing up. SR seventy one felt like this kind of industry plant type band. Mm-hmm. Um, the song is good. I think it, this, they have – it's like the one of the main tracks on one of these uh, like uh, teen movies of the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, hopefully Eric will play the song here in a is second. Is it right so, now? Yes. Okay. Um, but if you get a good look at these guys, they're clearly like – they don't like fit the profile. Like, you know, some 41, Blink-22, like they're young kids. They look like kind of bratty uh, teenage – early 20 year old guys sr71 look like they're like late 20s maybe early 30s and somewhat record executive was like pop punk is the thing that's in right now yeah um we sh- you guys should start uh making a pop punk band i, I hate to say this it kind of reminds me of all american rejects a little bit because really because all american rejects are these group of like good looking guys so you think that they're do you think that they're plants too I don't think they're plants, but I think it's a similar thing where it's like there were – All American Redux are a good-looking rock band. Right. And I think the record company is a little bit – the same thing that they did with SR71 is like, well, we don't really kind of exactly know what to do with you. Let's kind of pigeonhole you into like this kind of emo thing. Right. We're going to kind of – we'll we'll make you a pop-punk emo band. Um, but when you really look at them, it's like you guys are too good-looking to be like <laughs> – To be pop-punk guys. Yeah. All right. We'll play a little bit of uh, SR71 real quick. This is Right Now. Hang on every word. Each lie was you may recognize this song from any 90s teen movie. Exactly. Euro Trip. Eric, when you when you edit this, make sure to post a picture of the lead singer of SR71 so people can get a good look at this guy. Yeah, he looks like Mark McGrath, kind of. Yeah. yeah. He looks old-ish. He not, does like, look not old, older. but he looks older than like, kind of the music you'd expect people playing this music. You know, so. Yes. Uh, the SR71 is a Lockheed Martin airplane. Uh, it was the fastest airplane ever built. Uh, it's also called uh, the Blackbird, if I didn't already say that. Uh, the X-Men fly around in the Blackbird. Exactly. Uh, except the wings are inverted mm-hmm. for the X-Men version. Uh, did, did someone pilot the X-Men ship? Or was it just fucking Professor X or Jean Grey? Like, just no, they all pilot. Like, it's usually like Cyclops or somebody piloting I have a weird it. memory of like no one piloting it and just fucking just either Cyclops or uh, Jean Grey or, or Professor X just like moving it through the air. No, I think, I think it was like Cyclops was probably flying it. Cyclops. I'd make Beast fucking. Beast, you're not bringing anything to the table. You gotta fucking pl- fly the fucking He's ship. the Frasier of the group. He's great. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, Sherry Cyclops? Um... It's. I think. It's, I think. There's been enough separation. Spo- spoilers. If you if you follow Marvel um, movies, mm-hmm. do you know that that it, at the he's like CGI to uh, Kelsey Grammer? Right? Yeah. 
So it wasn't actually him. Like I don't know, but it's in this in the in the in the Miss Marvel movie that came out in the post credits. Oh right, right. Beast is like the. We gotta see that movie. Do we? (laughs) One more sad song. All right. Uh, So yes, one more sad song. Did we did we just do that one, or are we doing that one currently? We need to do one more sad song. Okay, one more sad song by the band All American Rejects. Now, Mick, I know you're a big fan of that kind of songwriting, where it's a <laughs> word and other word. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is. I-, I will say the first four songs, like, were, uh, all, while they're not maybe our favorite songs, they're, like, not bad songs. This is the first, like, bad song on the record. I'm like, yeah. well, like this, it's, it lacks uh, creativity, it lacks motivation. It's, like, it's just kind of, like... Like you said, it's like, who wants to listen to that fucking vocal cadence? You know who likes yeah. that vocal cadence? Uh, 13-year-olds who have not heard a million songs like this already in their life and are hearing it True. for the first time. And they, it sounds original to them. But then uh, when they turn into jaded 36-year-olds, they'll be like, I've heard this song a million times. I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. And also, I feel like it's easier for people who aren't, uh, I guess, as experience with music to kind of actually listen to lyrics of this mm-hmm. and they're like oh it's easy for me to get this yeah uh still Which is probably their goal like they probably yeah, want course. to make accessible music yeah of course um i know i've been uh banging the the drum of this is not a pop punk band uh but to me this sounds a little bit like the band sugar cult remember that sugar cult yeah i remember sugar cult <laughs> I, I yeah that was uh, i was on the reddit for the uh one of the threads for the When We Were Young Reddit, they were like talking about like who would you want to be on the tour? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying Sugar Cold. And I was like, yeah, that I could see that. Or like Matchbook Romance. Mm. Yeah. Matchbook Romance. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'll tell you, I do not like the band uh, Sugar Cold. Yeah. But I have like weird um, uh, nostalgia for that. They got a couple bangers. Yeah. Like I like if someone played a Sugar Cold song, I'd be like, why the fuck in the year of our Lord 2024 is someone playing Sugar Cold? But I'd be like, I remember this song. Yeah. I, I don't feel like, like it. But I, but I remember it. I feel like if we were doing like a uh, like a YouTube night and somebody put that video on, you'd be like pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it also kind of reminds me of Lost Prophets. Uh... <laughs> um, at two minutes and five seconds, this song features a horrible guitar solo. Eric, what time? Know. Two minutes, 40 seconds? Two minutes and five seconds. Two minutes, five seconds. Let me pull it up. Two minutes, five seconds. This is that thing you were talking about. <laughs> This is a bad solo. Why even add that? (laughs) Oh, I've been playing guitar for three days. (laughs) This is my guitar solo. Um, It's reminiscent of... I don't know if you were like a big follower of like bad guitar solos, but um, to me, the first one that um, always pops in my mind is uh, in the Sublime song. Uh, what I got, mm-hmm. he goes, there's the lyric says, and I can play the guitar like a motherfucking riot. And it goes, <laughs> and it's like, I always think of that as like, hey, buddy, you're talking about how fucking you, you play guitar like a riot. And then you do this little. Well, he's playing bad. It's bad. <laughs> Riots are bad. Riots are bad. It's uh, another reason why I hate the French. Um. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I got. One more sad song. One more bad song is more like it. No, I think there's a couple more. 
Uh, okay, we'll get. Do you have anything else for one more sad song? Let's keep going. My 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 main uh, note for that song was I hate this song. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, okay, this is Why Worry by the band All American Rejects. Not a bad one. Not a bad song. Not a bad one. Not a lot to say about it, for being honest. This, I would say, um, sonically, uh, this song is, uh, it's a little, like, early 90s-ish. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's, That's kinda... where we're remarking this by our, our benchmark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, this whole record mm-hmm. is kind of music-flavored music. It's just kind of music. Okay. You know what I mean? Is that it's like, oh, this is music? Yeah, a little bit. It's yeah. that, it's it's the oh, uh, and where's the music from, from coming from? The the black or the or the green? Um, yeah, uh, there's some kind of like it's it's a little weasery and and like the kind of it the, is the, a little the, weasery. The there's a I have this written down like the the there's a little jangly guitar melody at the beginning of the third verse that reminds me of Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. Oh, they're um, looking for a new guitarist. You see that? I did not. You yeah, sure they're, why? they're long. <laughs> yeah, they're long term guitarists left, and they're like, hey. Open tryouts. <laughs> Who is the guitarist? The Asian guy or the no? Lady? The Asian guy was the bassist. He's oh, okay. still on there. Um, yeah, you should join. They need a second bass player. Yeah, two. There should be a funk <laughs> band. Two bass players. Ooh, especially Pumpkins should just have two Asian bass players. Ooh. <laughs> um, look, fine song. I didn't even write down what the song was about because it's again everything's about the fucking breakup. There is a um, there's a line in this where it part of the I think it's the pre-chorus where it's like if it's love I will defer. Another weird lyric choice where uh-huh. it's like you're using really strange vocabulary choices. Yeah, I mean, like like most, uh, I don't know how exactly how old they were when they were making this record. I assume either late teens, early twenties. Yeah, definitely early. Yeah, early twenties. So that's prime age to try and sound smarter than you actually true. are. You know, I'm sure you and I both did it. Hell, we're still doing it now. That's true. We have a podcast. Um, Eric, uh, speaking of the song "Why Worry," uh, what are you not worried about? <laughs> Bro, I couldn't tell you. I'm the most worried person in the world. Yeah, you worry about a lot of things, huh? I do worry about a lot of things. I'm constantly in a state of worry. What do you worry about? You're also the same way. We're both anxious people. Uh, yeah, but I'm asking what you don't worry about. Oh, um, It's easy to say what we worry about. What are you, like, not worried about? I'm not worried about this coming election, bro. Not even worried. <laughs> Can I say... You know what? I think you're trying to make a little bit of a hee-hee. I'm kind of not either. I'm so... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Can I say... I'm, Wait, you're not? Can I get into, like, political corner? Please do. And, a political corner is open. Please don't fucking clip this and, and replay it again in a okay. couple months. Okay. Everything seems so fucking hopeless with, like, the political landscape. It's almost like... um to bring it back to sports, okay, it's like so. Maybe you're a you're like I feel like right now we root for one of the worst teams in the league, the United States of America, <laughs> and they're playing against the best team. Um, and I guess the be- what symbolizes the best team is just like the idea that we're going to lose no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're going into this game and and like uh like the they're gonna run the score up on us. They're gonna we're gonna get our asses kicked. Okay, and that is the 2024 election. So I'm kind of like now it's like I don't even I'm not even super worried about it because like I don't have the hope for a good outcome. It is so unlikely that the outcome is going to be beneficial for us that it's just kind of like well I, I've now I've lost the 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 my the hope that I had that there's gonna be a good the good outcome. So you're what you're saying is that you're disenfranchised. 
disenfranchised is not necessarily the right word because I still follow politics. I feel like this is our responsibility as like adults in this country to at least know what's going on. Right. Um, you don't always have to have an opinion on it, but you should be educated on like the goings on of like the political and, and social landscapes. Yeah. Um, but I also feel so helpless and feel like the outcome is going to be so bad that I'm just like, I'm going to, I'll stay educated to the extent I can, but it's going to be so shitty that who gives a fuck about it? Yeah, I kind of get that. I'm kind of in the, the same boat where it's like, I, you remember I was I was fucking activated a few years ago. Oh, yeah. I was like calling my senators up, and I I still do that from time to time. Uh-huh. But it's like I'm just like, why who fucking cares, man? Thank it's you. It's gonna suck dick no matter what. Thank you, DNC, for really kind of just taking the wind out of my political sails. Fuck you, the DNC. Yeah. Anyways, we get accused a lot, and I see I get like um you know bricks thrown through my window all the time. <laughs> yeah. With, like, notes saying that we're like filthy liberal scum. Yeah. Hey, we fucking hate the DNC too. All right. We do hate the DNC. Fuck you, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, that's true. Um, you're gonna have the the Secret Service knocking on your door again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Derek. Let me give you Derek's address. He's been <laughs> saying some pretty pretty crazy shit to me. I no kidding, and I'm dead serious about this. I swear to fucking God, uh-huh. I'm not kidding when I say this. Um, I would throw Derek under the bus in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> well, that's what the Secret Service wanted you to do. They're like, oh, we could come back. We could come to your work. Unless you give us the deets. I'm just kidding. I hope I emphasize. When I say I would, Derek, I would never rat you out to the feds. <laughs> I like I like when uh, listeners, um, one of our friends, a listener of the show, has been visited by the Secret Service before. But I like how you were like, when they came to the door and you answered it, you're like, can I see some ID? And they just showed you something. You're like, oh, well, I have no frame of reference for this anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Well, you could show me like a fucking library card and I would still let you in. I think maybe we'll, in a later episode, we'll have to go, we'll have to have an in-depth conversation about the time that the FBI showed up and tried to interrogate our friend Derek. And, <laughs> um, but I will say just quickly, um, they never showed me any badge. And at one point I was oh, like, okay. I need to see it like a, like a, like a badge because I was like, what, what is happening right and now? And they just pull a gun on you. Like you don't have to see shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. They needed a fucking gun. Those little fucking FBI twinks. Like, the, I kid you not, they were like five five at most, <laughs> and I was like, and look, I'm not like I'm not the world's tallest guy, but I'm pretty thick. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you like I don't know what you little fucking what you little you two little dudes think you're gonna fucking do right now, man. <laughs> you just grab by the scuff of their necks <laughs> and bang their heads together. Yeah, like when a cat has been bad, and you grab it by like just pick it up the back and it can't do anything. <laughs> um. Anyway, I think uh, yeah, that was why worry. Yeah, that was why worry. Let's go into track seven. This is a song called Don't Leave Me, Please. (laughs) I'm begging you. Please. By the All American Rejects. I hate that part of the song. Yeah. It reminds me of a give it away, give it away, give it away now. Um, but a lot less cool because you know these guys aren't doing hard drugs. Yeah, they don't got fucking socks on their dicks. <laughs> uh, man, there is not shit to talk about with this fucking song. Thinking of days, thinking of ways, thinking of things. Weird, weird little mouth jumbly. I don't know. This is the toxic. This is the toxic bay song. Like this is the. <laughs> this is my uh, my red flag song. Yeah, yeah. Think of the things. Think of things. Think of things. Think of ways. Interesting fucking tie dog. I'm thinking of things. Thinking I got things. thoughts. That's what you got for us. I have thoughts. This is what you're fucking you're 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 you're, hey. you're charging us fourteen dollars for. He's hot. He doesn't need to have thoughts. Oh my god, uh, Tyson's thinking. Oh no, he's hot. <laughs> I have um, 
nothing written down for this song. Honestly, I was like, uh, the synthesizer, I guess, is like kind of fun. Yeah, this, the song is stupid. The only note I have is, um, you have any, like a favorite burrito? What do you like? To, what do you like in your burrito? Oh, bro, I'm so glad you asked because we were, we were, <laughs> you and I were playing Magic the Gathering last night, and one of our friends was chowing down on a burrito. I know. Uh, they were saying that they don't like rice in their burritos. Mm-hmm. I love rice in my burritos. Yeah, I love. Uh, do you you remember uh, Zabas? Oh yeah, burrito place. It's mm-hmm. it, for listeners. It's sort of like Chipotle. You make mm-hmm. your own burrito. Uh, all my burritos from Zabas. I get uh, flour tortilla, white lime rice, uh, papa fritas, some oh, yeah. fried potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, double chicken, wow. uh, no lettuce. I don't fuck with that. I do fajita veggies in okay. my burritos, sour cream. I'm good to go. Wow. Yeah. No corn. I don't like corn in my burritos. I don't know why. No. Like I don't want to see corn in my poop later. That's probably why. Yeah, and you're always peeing it up and putting it in a little Ziploc bag to save for later. <laughs> yeah. The um, poop or the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> you're pooping. Oh, okay. Um, what about like a, like a, like a crema? Oh yeah. Like a crema, like some sour cream. Okay. If they got a crema, maybe some pico de gallo. Cheese? Uh, I don't like cheese in my burritos either. That's kind of weird. I know. What are your thoughts on like a California burrito? I love a California burrito. You like, you fuck with that? I fuck with that heavily, bro. Okay. If I'm, if I'm feeling like if I'm, especially if I'm like driving home, well, never mind. If I'm getting a lift home to, if I'm getting a lift to, uh, Roberto's and I'm drunk and, um, <laughs> I'll go and I'll get a, uh, a California burrito and then I'll get a lift home. <laughs> um yeah california burritos kick ass man you can't just ask the lift driver to wait <laughs> just wait you probably give them like i've had a pe- i've had lift drivers i had a i was taking one of my bases to like a place downtown sonic rodeo and uh i told the guys like hey i'm gonna go in there just drop us off and you know come back right back out he did not wait five minutes he was like <laughs> i was like I'll, I'll be right out you can get my other my fare back uh-huh. and he's like oh yeah okay fucking gone are you going – are you taking a lift and they're dropping you off at Roberto's and then you get a lift home? Have you ever done that before? Uh, yes, I've done that. <laughs> why don't you – why don't you just have your – Well, you want my, my lift guy to drive through the fucking drive-thru? And I, yeah. No. Just ask him Will to they drive do through. that? I think so. Oh, You're well. so close. I don't, again, I don't want to reveal where Eric lives, but he's so close to a, a Roberto's. I could just walk there. Yes. Also, well, if you're not from Las Vegas, Roberto's is like a, 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 a like kind of like our our biggest like Mexican chain restaurant out here. So authentic Mexican. Yes, it's very good. Um, uh, let's get some Roberto's after this. Sure, let's go. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, that's a good analysis. So don't leave me. Don't leave me. I'm begging you. I'm gonna kill myself. That's a real beta male. <laughs> yeah, it's true. If you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll have nothing. Nothing. Uh, too far gone. Too far gone. You remember the album uh, "So Far Gone" by Drake? Of course. Of course. A masterpiece. Um, truly, one of the uh, five greatest things he's ever done. <laughs> uh, this is "Too Far Gone" by the All American Rejects. Too far gone. Yeah. By the element yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. song uh whips ass. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's not one of my bigger songs. What do you uh, think about this? Look, I think this is the point in the podcast. I think I do this every episode. <laughs> we're just checked out. No, yeah, it's weird. I, I, it's kind of like um the the seven stages of listening to a boring record on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, um I think I I I, 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 I we say this every week. This song is written by uh, young people who don't have a ton of experience with songwriting. So I, it, like, yeah. I don't want to shit on them too much for being like, oh, yeah, this song is not incredibly creative because it's much better than a song that I could write. I mean, honestly, just... I, we should write a song. 
Yeah, let's write a song. I was trying to convince Derek to start a band with you. Derek was, I think Derek, had, Derek had a couple Trulies last night. Oh, no. And, okay. and, and was like, I should start a band. <laughs> with I like, who? I said, you. You play bass. You I play guitar. Bass. Does Derek play guitar? Yeah. What? When is that? What? You remember, Derek is a, Derek is a, is a proficient guitar player. Is he really? He's not fucking Axl Rose. Well, I'm not. Well, yeah. I didn't know that he played. I mean, I knew he had that acoustic. I didn't know he actually played it. Does Axl Rose play guitar? No, Slash. Slash was the one who plays guitar. Oh, Slash Axel, the show. Axl Rose is just the one who fucking saunders around. and um, Yes, he has guitar. He plays guitar. Oh, okay. We should ask him to play it naked. <laughs> I feel like we've seen him play it naked before. <laughs> um, again, just like the vocal cadence of these songs, I do not like. Um, uh, but they're also like, again, hey, nothing has changed. These songs aren't like, to me, these songs aren't like horrible songs. They're perfectly fine. They're perfectly catchy songs. They're, they're a little boring and uh, nothing and not very interesting. They're not doing, they're not, they're not filling the, the space with interesting stuff. It's just kind of stuff I, you have heard before this and you hear after it also. Yeah. I think that this song and I want to say your star, um, I really, I was like, how long is this? How long have I been listening to this song? <laughs> and I, to give you guys just a little context, like. I, I've been listening to a lot of, like, Coheed recently, mm-hmm. uh, just, like, at the gym and stuff, and um, I'm just like, oh, yeah, these songs are, like, five minutes long, but I don't skip them. These songs, I'm just sort of like, I, I can't believe I'm still listening to this song, and it's been so long, <laughs> uh, and so I'm just itching to skip them, but, um, yeah, it's mostly this song and Your Star, like, I was just, like, really feeling it, and maybe it just sort of fatigued towards the end of the album, but... This song, I think the the songwriting is sort of, like, the same as One More Sad Song, where it's very... Dum dum yeah, dum, yeah. dum 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 dum, and it just kind of grind- yeah, it kind of just grinds at you. Uh-huh. Um, teach me heartache, stop this burning. Please speak slowly. My heart is learning. Ew. <laughs> teach me heartache, stop this burning now. Eric, this song is about acid reflux. I thought it was about gonorrhea. <laughs> Have you ever had gonorrhea before? <laughs> nope. You want it? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, Kesha and Metallica both have songs called "Too Far Gone." Uh, they're probably both better than this song. Kesha, but absolutely. But I'd love to hear all three of them. You want to you pull it up? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> this is good podcasting. Yeah, Too Far Gone by Kesha and Metallica. Uh, let's do Metallica first. Too Far Gone by Metallica. This is going to get flag- flagged real quick. Okay, stop it. These dudes are rocking. <laughs> I love it. You get the idea. We don't want to get flagged. Uh, now the Kesha one. Uh, Kesha. That's K-E dollar sign. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Uh, we will get it twisted because we, we're uh, millionaires fans here. <laughs> I know. We went on a big anti-Kesha we rant. We got we got lambasted by our friends. We did. Oh, I love this. Do you? Yeah, it's dark. Uh, have you seen the, the... This is from the, her album that she came out with this year. Have you seen the cover for it? I have not. It's her face like in a like a plastic bag. And she's like, can't breathe through it. Because it's, it's called Gag Order. I heard that that record only sold like uh, like 5,000 copies in like the first week. I'm, that no was, fucking way. I heard that it had a horrible, horrible first week. It was like, it was really? not only a flop. It was like a catastrophic, ma- like one, like a massive flop for someone as big as Kesha was at some point. Hold on. Let me see what the numbers look like on this. Let's look at the numbers. First week sales, Kesha. <sighs> I mean... For a song, for an album that's been out for a year, they're doing pretty bad numbers for a person as big as Kesha. It's like all- her biggest song is like four million listens. Mm. 
Dr. Luke fucked everything up. Fuck you, Dr. Luke. Fuck you, Dr. Luke. Come come to Vegas and get clapped. I'll beat Dr. Luke's ass. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. I'm not either. Um so yeah, too far gone. I don't think it's I don't think it's far enough, to be honest. I wish it I wish <laughs> we should it could go a little further. <laughs> um you want to listen to Drive Away? Drive Away, yeah. This is track nine, Drive Away by the All American Rejects. Look, the vans are on. They're on their skateboards. <laughs> this is the pop punk song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is in yeah, again, in fairness, I know I, I said this this is the one of the more pop punky songs. It's um, the most punk song on the album. Punker, dude. Yeah, I'm a punker, dude. Oh, did we talk about you know how uh listeners a, a few episodes ago we were talking a lot about Adam Sandler? And he was on the show, he was in the studio recording with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh that night I went to a local bar here in town called uh Fat Cat Lounge. Sure. Uh, at uh, downtown Las Vegas, and one of the guys from like all the all the Happy Gilmore movies or all the the Happy Madison movies. Yeah, was yeah, in yeah. There. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Yeah, he's being a real weirdo. You have to post a picture of him on the Instagram. He's, the, he's one of these guys that like Adam Sandler has in all the movies. He's yeah, like, he has like in every movie he has like one ten second scene where he says something stupid into the camera. You know. Yeah, he's the guy like in uh, the Water Boy where he's just like the er, that guy, and then like Bobby Boucher imagines him as like a you know. <laughs> A baby hour, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Old Robert Boucher, Robert Boucher, the, our, our Creole legend, uh, one of the best to ever do it. Eric, any thoughts on this song? I like this song. It's you know, it's simple. It's a it's a simple plan that they had to, for this song. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's just it's not much you could say about it. It's just that it's the most pop punk song on the album. Uh, Despite the fact it's three minutes long, it's you know they're all they're all fucking long songs in this album. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really a fan of this song. You either. don't like it. This is one of the songs. Oh, I didn't say I wasn't a fan. I said <laughs> I liked it. Okay. So wait, you love this song? I love this. I'm head. Of, I'm in a love affair with this song. I hate this song. Oh, okay. Well, fuck you. Um, yeah, it's just it's very generic. I'm like again, not even gonna get into like the what the song is about. Or to me, the even fucking uh, like the 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 composition of the song. It's just kind of like very generic pop punk. If you've heard them one, if you've heard one, you've heard them all. So you don't enjoy this, not particularly. Okay, and you love it. I do. I it's love your favorite song. song of all time. Honestly, it's it's a banger. It's a ten out of ten. If you're gonna listen to any song by All American Rejects, listen to Drive Away from their self titled album from 2002. I expect this to be your number one song then. On the, when we do when we do the recap, we'll see. Songs about driving. Okay. Eric, we have Fast Car by I heard Tracy. your tummy growl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have not eaten yet today. Okay. You know, it's... You speak, but I hate to get, keep going back to this brunch thing. You ever <laughs> okay. have a hard time eating early in the day? No, bro. I just don't have, like, a big appetite. Like, I need to, like, get going a little bit. Sometimes, like, eating very early in the day, like, I need a couple hours sometimes to, like, be awake. Is anyone else... Write in and let me know. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Or don't. Um... <laughs> Or go fuck yourself. Songs about driving. Yeah, okay. Uh, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Oh, my God. Legendary. Not, not that fucking cracker who... who his, did, that guy just stole the song, made it worse, and has is, is been like a number one hit for like the last year. I don't even know his name. I mean, I, I can only hope that Tracy Chapman's getting crazy zids off of it, but like, yeah, fuck that song. Getting some zids and getting some zins. 
Mm, some zins. We were watching. We were, we saw Tom do some zins last night. You know, oh, the little, the little, the tobacco, little packets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little zins. Um. Anyway, cars by Gary Newman. Oh, I love that song. Here in my car, I feel safest at all. I am having some fun listening to all of my Rick and What are some other songs about cars? Jacks. Is this not okay? Fuck you. I just want to keep. You just keep going. You don't have anything to fucking do today. I have to go to work. Here in my car. Uh, there's a light that never goes out by the Smiths. Oh, of course. Of course. Bro. You love the Smiths. I love the, the Smiths. Smiths. I love the Smiths. <laughs> Is that your favorite Smiths? Your favorite Smiths song? Uh, I don't think I have a favorite. Just, there was a time in my life where the Smiths were like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. For years, I was like, I'm a Smiths guy. Uh-huh. And I just, I, I literally, I, the whole portion of my life is just blacked out. I can't even remember that I, I, I Okay. We talk about we talk about our musical histories on this this podcast a lot, mm-hmm. and I would say from like two thousand and nine to like twenty eighteen nine years almost a decade I was like I listened to the Smiths just constantly, and I literally when we were talking about it when we first started this show I was like I just blacked out that that was the only thing I listened to for <laughs> many years. I will say I'm glad that time in your life is over because you were the biggest abuser I knew in that time. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. Eric's not an abuser. But that is abuser music. I'm a good dude. You're a good dude. Thanks, dude. Um, Life is a Highway by Tom Cochran. Oh, my God. Life is a highway. I want to ride, ride it all night, night long. Damn, that song kicks ass. That fucking sucks. No, dude. Come on. <laughs> if um, you're going my way. Here's a little bit of a deep cut. Okay. Uh, Autobahn by Kraftwerk. Oh, yeah. Hell, dude. We hell, love, dude. We, hell. we love Kraftwerk. <laughs> hell, dude. Hell, dude. We love Kraftwerk. Uh, great tune. If you haven't heard it, uh, please indulge. Uh, and I saved, of course, I mean, the best for last. I'm not sure this is the, the – I'm not sure this is the number one that comes to everyone's mind. But to me, it's probably it's probably the best. Uh, okay. Little Red Corvette by Prince. Of course. And the Revolution. Um, we, lo- we love cars. We love cars. We're we're, lo- we love driving. We're big gearheads. <laughs> Um, I love my 2009 Nissan Versa. <laughs> um, I love my don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, between the two of us, we have a 1,049, 1,004 and a half uh, Nissan Versa. <laughs> 1,004, yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's probably the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> it was up there. Uh, but I got it. Speaking of Eric's favorite things in life, let's go to the penultimate song. <laughs> Happy Endings. Yes, the song this, is called Happy Endings. This is the song number 10, Happy Endings. You probably like this song because it's got bells in it. You love bells in songs. <laughs> Do I? What yeah. kind of fucking sentence is that? You love bells and songs. Don't like that accuse me of liking You love bells, bells and, and songs. songs, like all the fucking Christmas shit. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, thank you. That's a jab. That's not a jab. I was no, just saying, no, well, I guess I, when I do say, like, you probably love this song. Because the, lis- the the listener, the guest, doesn't doesn't know. You sound sincere when you say that. You make fun of me for liking Christmas music. I'm going to listen to fucking Christmas music on the way to work today. <laughs> okay. Oh, Tannenbaum. Yes. <laughs> okay. Happy endings. Let's talk about it. This is the ja- the jack off song. <laughs> um, man, like they had to have known, right? You can't really say happy endings. Well, like, when in, did in, happy endings kind of become popularized in the lexicon? Because I, I I can kind of say that 
It was in the mid-2000s, so this might be before. Maybe. I know we have a lot of coming historians who listen to this <laughs> podcast. Like, let us know when Happy Endings came, became part of, the, like, the... like the, our, come scholars. The everyday nomenclature of, of society. Um, I don't I feel like Happy Endings... Happy endings had to have existed before 2002. What a sentence! Sometimes Eric, you I'm say shit, saying, and I'm like, on. and I'm like, and you're like, oh, I, I don't think happy endings existed before. I know that they existed. People have been getting jacked off since <laughs> the fucking history began. You think you think fucking Asian massage parlors just had a boom in the early 2000s, and before that there was nothing? maybe. You don't know. I don't know. I know you've had a boom in Asian Asian massage parlors. That's before. not true at all. Yeah, right. I've never been jacked off in an Asian massage parlor. I know sometimes you come over to the house and you smell like those Asian Asian oils and lotions, and I can tell you've just been jacked off. <laughs> You're an insane person. <laughs> are Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up. You're not finding anything. Happy endings? Question mark. Oh, it's a it's a trailer for a movie. Oops, <laughs> can't watch this. I don't um, know. I'm just gonna say that I feel like that's maybe back me up, listeners. If you if you think I'm right, I I feel like. The term "happy endings" got popularized in the mid two thousands. Look, I you know I, I'm I'm as as is every argument we have on this podcast. I'm willing to be wrong. I want to see concrete evidence that hap- the term "happy endings" didn't exist before two thousand three. You nutbag. Wait, wait. Do you think it would be on what's that slang website? The um, lemonparty.org? Yes, yes. Uh, Urban Dictionary. Yes. Urban Dictionary. Uh, let's see. Happy ending. <laughs> Free free promo for Urban for Urban Dictionary. Happy ending. When a masseuse feels inclined to finish your session with oral sex or manual release, usually for an extra twenty dollars. Uh, Jesus, where are they getting it for twenty dollars? Examples: I was in Chinatown getting a rub down, and the girl gave me a happy ending. Is that cheating <laughs> on my wife? <laughs> All right, so okay, so this entry to Urban Dictionary was made January twenty fifth, two thousand three. So I'm wrong. It was probably around that time as well. So okay, you, I will concede to you. They should have known. Or maybe they did know. I think they were going to... I think they were in fucking whatever buttfuck town in Oklahoma they were living in. They were getting happy endings every night. Jesus Christ. Um, There's a Reddit post talking about uh, popular slang for hand jobs. Okay. Um, Reddit user Captain Snotrocket. <laughs> I'm not going to list them all. Okay. A lot of them are bad or stupid. Sure. Uh, Captain Snotrocket uh, offers the old-fashioned. I like that. Mm. It's really it's the it's the meat and potatoes of 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 just over the pants sex. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the league, the show, the league, the the FX show about fantasy football, uh, apparently popularized the term uh, hand jibber. Hand jibber. Yeah, I don't I hate I, that. I watched like the first four seasons. I don't remember them calling it hand jibbers, but I don't really remember a lot from that show. Yeah, it was a good show though. Um, Reddit user. Uh, uh, whiskey frisky Ooh. offers this one. I like this one. Jacking the beanstalk. Jacking the beanstalk. And of course, uh, my personal fam- fa- favorite. Eric's heard me say this multiple times. The old uh, P- Pamela Henderson. Pamela Henderson. Uh, I I always uh, I like uh, roughing up your suspect. <laughs> That's a good one. I think I've heard you say that before. Yeah, or uh, Madame Pom and her five daughters. <laughs> um listeners and guests let us know write in call text what your favorite uh slang for hand jobs are um if it's good what about we'll... beating your meat that's a classic yeah it's so standard though it's that's like standard, it's, it's yeah. you know it's the, it's the gold standard of of of, of, of jacking <laughs> it's the gold standard. um as for the song itself i guess this song's this song's pretty okay right yeah it's fine cool it's little... not a it's not overtly bad mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, as we as we really um, you know uh, walk into the sunset on this record, I think that's going to be the main theme. Is like a lot of the, the not only not only these songs are bad necessarily, yeah. but like they're also just kind of like they haven't impacted my life in any way. No, no I, I, I when this is over, I will never remember listening to these songs. I think it Except would for say maybe a couple of them. Well, I think it would say something about you if. You as a 36 year old man, you're like, that song, listen to this album at now in 2024 has changed my life. I'd be like, we need to take you to a doctor. <laughs> um, yeah, I just became an all like a big all American reject super fan. <laughs> that would be insane. A reject boy. Is that what their, their fans are? If you are an all American, all American reject super fan, um, let us know what your like fan base is called. Yeah. Um, this is probably the second most famous, famous song about jacking off. What's the most famous song? Uh, Turning Japanese. A song that I know you love. Is the song Turning Japanese about getting a hand job? It's well, it's I think it's or just, jacking yourself off. I think it's just about just cranking it in general. I don't I'm not sure, you know what, in fairness, you know, you maybe got it's not about someone else jacking you off. I think it's about you jacking yourself off. Well, I think if that's the if that's the distinction you're making, I think that the most popular song about jacking off is Pump It Up by Elvis Costello. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There's goddamn Shebop from fucking Cindy Lauper. There's when I think about you, I talk Oh, that's about a good song. That's an Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. It is, yes. Um, there's a lot of songs about uh, uh, roughing up your suspect. Jack Who sings that song? Uh, Divinal? Is it Divinals? The Divinals? Yes. It is the Divinals. You're right. Um, that song kicks ass, man. Yeah. I know I know what you'll be listening tonight while you fucking... I have my candles and I'm just <laughs> cranking it in my room in the dark. Um, but I know you love uh, turning Japanese. That's a crazy song. Did you ever watch uh, the movie You Only Live Twice? I have not seen it. Is that a James Bond movie? It's a James Bond film where he mm. uh, he gets surgery done to make himself look like an Asian man. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Is gonna, that real? I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna show you a picture of what Sean Connery, six foot two, <laughs> uh, Scottish bodybuilder, looks like when he's made Asian, quote unquote. Is Sean Connery a bodybuilder? He was when he was younger before he became an actor. Boy, what couldn't he do? Good question. <laughs> Let's um, see. Oh, <laughs> all right. Here I like that. <laughs> Whenever Eric sees something racist, that's the laugh he makes. Shut up. <laughs> he just looks like Mr. Spock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hair. Oh, it's very bad. Come on. Anyways, if um, you like if you like James Bond, you should watch You Only Live Twice. There's yeah. a bunch of ninjas in it. It's great. More uh visual humor for the podcast. We'll make sure to post yeah, that in the uh in, the sh- on the in- on the Instagram. Of course. Um I think we're ready. You ready for number one? 11 with the bullets <laughs> the last song the the titular last song by the band all american rejects That song kicks ass. That's a good song. It kicks ass? As much as any song in this album kicks ass. <laughs> this this song comparatively kicks ass. It's got a little bit more like production behind it. Yeah, it does. Not sure I love the production at times. The guitar sounded a little strange to me, if I'm being honest, but I appreciate mm. the fact that like this song uh like uh, like got a little creative with the production. Like the the, the, the like the the, the 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 guitars are turned up a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit more like loud. There's a little in, fuzzy. Like, the mix, There's some you know? fuzz in there, like, yeah. Um so I guess after listening to ten songs, where like kind of like 
um, really simple, boring production. Like the last song to have something a little bit of like meat on it, you know, it's what's, conditioned us to. What's that? Uh, that that instrument that they use? Uh, they use in this, and they use it in a bunch of other songs. It's like it's it's not a xylophone, but it's like the little metal xylophones for the the little wooden mallets. Uh, what's that called? A barimba? Uh, like not like steel drums? Like no, no, that? no. It's like the the just the slats of metal, and they just kind of hit the slats. Oh, of metal. I don't know what it's called. It's a barimba. Maybe yeah. either way. Look it up. Um. I mean, this is a good song. Uh, I have uh, so again another thing that happens a lot in this podcast. We realize that bands either don't try or they do a bad job of coming up with a last song. Uh-huh. Like usually, the last track on the record is like forgettable or not very good or yeah. doesn't feel like a last song. This feels like a last song. Yeah, it's a Glockenspiel. A Glockenspiel. A Glockenspiel. A, that's a fun word. It is. Um, so props to All American Rejects. Uh, again, a, a rare occurrence on this podcast. A last song. The tracking is good. That yeah. feels like a last song, uh, which we appreciate. Um, it's it kind of it it, it kind of it it feels like a like a like a culmination of the record a little bit. It's like it makes you feel like okay, uh, this is the end of the record instead of just like going out with a whimper. Yeah, and there's actually like a crescendo at the end, like towards, and it kind of just starts to. There's a string section, and it mm-hmm. kind of like sort of slowly slowly like paces down. It's good. Yeah. Um, have you seen the trailers for this, this, the beekeeper movie? Uh, that's the one with, uh, I want to say it's like Jason Statham. It is Jason Statham. Yeah. I was watching the music video for this and I, and I, you know, you get the, I don't pay for YouTube like <laughs> Eric does. I'm not fucking rich. Um, and, and so the, you get the little ad for movies coming to the, the beekeeper. It's like, right. it's like a, it's like a John Wick action yeah. type movie, but the, the, our hero is a beekeeper. I think he uses Who just like, used to be in the CIA. He uses like explosive honey. Oh my god! I heard it was good. Really? I I had a friend who went and saw, and he he posted a positive. He said that was a good movie. Uh, dude, I'm just so tired of all these fucking movies where they're just like it's a it's it's a oh you know it's just some unsuspecting guy. He runs a convenience store, but he also used to be the most deadly CIA assassin <laughs> that's ever lived. I it's mean, just such bullshit, man. It, you know, I I think we need more of them. You know, you do. We you know unsuspecting beekeeper, unsuspecting man who gets his dog uh uh murdered uh Bob um, Odenkirk Bob Odenkirk <laughs> <laughs> of course um look this is a fine song there's some like little string section stuff at the end uh, you know if Paul Giamatti did one of those movies I'd watch it just but he has to be like super neurotic while he's doing it <laughs> of course just, no, like, did you ever watch Shoot 'Em Up no it's a, I don't even I've never even heard of that Shoot 'Em Up is a movie that's sort of it's sort of imagine John Wick, but it's over the top, mm. um, more so than John Wick is. But it's ah. like Clive Owen and like Monica Bellucci. Okay, but the main villain is Paul Giamatti. It's fucking great. You'd love it, honestly. Okay, I love I love Paul Giamatti as a villain, just like in uh, Big Fat. Liar. Oh, he's just insane. Like he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. It's great. <laughs> um, Eric, what is the last song you want played at your funeral? The last song to ever honor you. The last song. Your bro? last song. Bro? Time of My Life by Green Day. <laughs> no. Um, That's a good song. No. Uh, I I don't know my last song off the top of my head, but I do know the song that you've told me of that you want to have played at your funeral. Oh, really? I don't you rem- probably don't remember it, but I, it's something that's kind of stuck with me. Okay, I don't remember this, but let me uh, know. You wanted to play Goody Two Shoes by Adam Ant at your, <laughs> uh, at your funeral. You maybe said this like 10 years ago. Did I really say that? And you said you wanted your body to be put down a, a slip and slide. <laughs> Can I ask you seriously? Is, did I really say that? Yeah, this? you did. Yeah. Is there, I really said this? I'm, yes, you did say Adam, Adam Ant, Goody Two Shoes. And I've been funny for a long time. You've been funny for yeah, a few years. <laughs> That's a good song. You stopped being funny when you started doing this podcast. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I, I can tell you when I stopped being funny. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, January. Ja- January 1st. <laughs> I'm still funny. I don't know. I don't know Fuck what's... you, Hunter. <laughs> I don't know what song I would like to play at my funeral. I'd probably like uh, Here Comes the Money by uh, Naughty by Nature. Okay. The Shane McMahon theme song from that. Oh, yeah. Here Comes the Money. <laughs> well, look, I hope... That's um... one of the poorest people you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Um, uh, I Look, I'll say this. And I know this is, you know, I don't want to be too morbid talking about funerals or whatever. Okay. Um, a funeral for a friend. I hope you die before me. Thanks, bro. Would you <laughs> Would you say anything at my funeral if you if I died? Uh, yeah, I'd I'd walk up on stage and I'd do a little like <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. Rest in rest in peace, e e dog. Rest in piss. And rest you just in piss in my <laughs> casket. And then I'd play um, Goody Two Shoes by Adam and the Ants. Oh, thank you. That's it. That's the record. Any, any other thoughts on the last song? The last song was good. I mean, it's like, yeah. It, it, no, I don't have anything to say. It's. It, we'll get into this in the actual breakdown, but yeah, the last song was fine. I I enjoyed it. It's one of. It's high up for me on the list. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is just sort of a yeah. It's a it's a yeah. Let's we were never fans of this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get it. You know, and 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 as our our guests and our listeners know, we'll get into like our kind of like final breakdown, final analysis. And I think that will be a better forum for us to talk about our our like what we think about these record, this song. It's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to go song by song on this guy. It's like we we'll, true. So let's let's do that. Let's go to break. Yeah, let's go to break, and um, we'll come back and we'll do our final breakdown, and we'll give our our insider Las Vegas recommendations for this <laughs> week as well. Uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. This is Dork Tree Pod presents The Road to When We Were Young. And this is Adam Ant, Goody Two Shoes. A good song. Uh, from the album Friend or Foe. Whoa. Yeah. We've right? come full circle. We've come full circle. Um, yeah. Mick, we're back from break. Let's, let's fucking put the kibosh on Self-Titled by the All-American Rejects 2003. Let's fucking Two, do it. 2002. Sorry. Um, but before we get into that. Mick, what are your rankings of this fucking album? Do we want to do? Well, what do we do? We do. We do final thoughts first. <laughs> I think we do final. Thoughts. Yeah, let's do final thoughts first. Then we'll go into our ranking. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mick, give me your final thoughts. Final thoughts on this record. If I want to put a bow on it, um, I like. I'm going to reluctantly say I think this record is good. Oh, okay. Okay to good, good. Like the songs are catchy, and even there's yeah. there's a couple songs in the middle that we thought were a little redundant and boring and stupid. Um, but I would say like over more, there are more good songs than there are like or good to, good to like just listenable songs. Again, my biggest kind of issue with this is it feels very safe. It's not very like it's very safe. Yeah. It's like there's nothing incredibly interesting about it either. Yeah, it's just kind of like they're just it just kind of just catchy songs. I have written down this is VH1 core. Oh, it's just, okay. It's just kind of like, again, it's, I'll, I'll say it again, it's kind of music-flavored music. It's kind of rock music. And like, I'm not a big, like, rock music guy. You know, I like cool shit. Yeah. But, um, uh, they're, they're, they're catchy songs. 
they're, they, 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 you know, the, the, under the right circumstance, they'll get stuck in your head. Obviously, Swing Swing is, a, you know, a, a huge song. Um, I think they accomplished what they tried to do, which is not a lot. Okay. But they just put out a, a record full of pop rock, catchy songs about breakups. Um, and, uh, Y- yeah it just it's 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 disappointing i guess is is mm-hmm. w- w- say something negative about it it's like it's almost like you you're listening to these guys and they've done this great job of like composing these these catchy songs it's like well i wish they'd maybe push themselves a little bit further to be like yeah hey, like kind of throw some make it do something interesting i'm like yeah. almost begging for something interesting in these songs but uh, again it doesn't make them bad and right. the songs are fine but i'm just like i was craving so something cool cooler guitar sounds mm-hmm. uh different the the vocal cadences are just kind of reused over and over again um but but again who, who like who gives a fuck man like it, like i i guess like that's just me and maybe i'm just like i'm that's me being a little pretentious like begging for like do do a fucking experimental album all american yeah Redemption. do a prog rock album yeah they don't fucking care they did exactly what they wanted to do yeah and so i have to give them their props to that i think this is like a five four or something like that record interesting 5.4 yeah okay um uh we'll get to it here in a second but i have this process of like what i'm trying to determine what my favorite song on the record is okay and so i have like these categories and i'll do like i like this song the yeah. song is okay i don't like it or i absolutely just do not like the song at all and i didn't have any song that i was just like no this is i do not like like this is an absolute no for me and a lot of the songs were just like um i either liked yeah or i thought were okay this record also lacks songs that I really, really like. They're yeah, not only songs that I really, really like, but I don't really dislike any of it. Yeah, it's like a lukewarm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, I think what you're touching on is they do do that. I think with maybe the next album, the the Move Along album, they do mm-hmm. kind of do those things. But yeah, this is very – it feels very like freshman attempt. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say that I liked a lot of it, but it's all just very forgettable. Um, but then again, that's also just somebody who didn't grow up listening to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, who knows if you were a big, a big, a reject fan, a reject head. You know, these songs do mean a lot to you. But for me, it just doesn't really kind of, you know, go that way. And I can't really put myself in that headspace and kind of review it that way as a 36 year old man, 37 year old man. Um, You're aging yourself. I'm aging so so rapidly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, I think that they were just, I don't want to say like it was a a record label, like, Hey, get this band out here and, you know, kind of force this success on them. Mm -hmm. But it does kind of feel like that, that it's like, it's a band that kind of blew up and they don't really have a lot of songs that can be, make you be like, why do they blow up so hard? Mm -hmm. Um, at least from this album. And I know that, you know, paper heart or swing swing is still like the biggest song from that album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still in their top five on Spotify. Um, you know, it's not, it's not my bag. It's not my cup. It's not my bag, baby. Um, it's just, you know, I, 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 I understand it was a hot dude. It was a hot band. Mm-hmm. I could see that it was like, you know, appealing to that demographic of teenage girls. And not to say that there's anything wrong with appealing to that graphic or that demographic. It's that's what the Jonas brothers do. That's what all these other kind of, they're like a step above a boy band for me. Yeah, yeah, right? a little, yeah, 
you know, I, you know what? I, I want to jump in real quick. I, I almost, I sense this in your voice a little bit, and I think I'm feeling the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Is you almost like your brain is telling you to be meaner than you want to be? Like you? No, almost, no. I do, don't. Do you, oh, is, I don't. I, I don't want to be. Maybe it's. I'm. Maybe I'm. I don't think I'm trying to be mean. I'm not trying to, you know, get engagement by rustling mm-hmm. some jimmies. I just. There's not a lot I could say that this album does to me, and I feel like. I'm going to rate it low, um, but that's not to say that I don't – I think this is bad. I think – which crazy. Let me go back to, to one thing. I was going through our notes and I gave Homes – or not uh, – what's it called? Not Homesick. The album from Red Jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at our score for them and I gave them a 3.5. Never mind. I'm, I'm justified when I'm, I'm – just, okay. I'm justified in what I'm going to give uh, All American Rejects. I just – I feel like you're neither hot nor cold. There weren't any songs that pissed me off. And I feel like there are songs – if there's a a song that's bad enough, it'll make me feel something. And I would still rate them higher than what I would give this band Mm -hmm. because there's – it didn't make me feel anything. Yeah. So that's my final thought. I don't really – you know, it's kind of jumbled because I just – I'm kind of struggling for things to say about this band and this album. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think – you want to say something more than kind of there is to say, and this yes. isn't. And you want it. You want to give like an uh, input that this isn't there. Thank you. Yes, it's not that I want to say something bad. It's just I want to say something. And yeah. I just I'm struggling to say anything. What number rating do you give this? I give this a five point seven. Okay, a little higher than me. Yeah. So you love this record. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Um, I will say I listened to just kind of a little bit of like their newer stuff. Yeah, like from like 2008, like gives you hell yeah that's a good song yeah they turn in a little weasery in my opinion yeah we're just kind of like like kind of more just rock music even that bad thing necessarily yeah i mean even the album from 05 like mm-hmm. the dirty little secret album like yeah. that's a good song yeah move along yeah it's fine it, it just rock music man. yeah it's just rock it's rock, like a dude. it's like panic of the disco after they stopped being panic of the disco and it just became a pop band rock dude yeah Let's go and let's do our fucking our 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 um track by track. Oh, you don't have a drink. I do have a drink right here. Oh yeah. I have a little homemade cocktail I made. <laughs> yes. Um Okay, uh, uh guests and listeners know this is the time where we rank our favorite songs in reverse order. If we ever get the same song on the same number, we have to drink. Um I'm gonna be fucking drunk for work, dude. Hell yeah, brother. Um Do you want me to start with my number eleven? Yeah, give song? me your number eleven. My number 11 song, Too Far Gone. My number 11, Paper Hearts. Wow. I know. Bottom thought, of the barrel. I thought you loved that song. Nope. Uh, number 10, Happy Happy Endings. Number 10, One More Sad Song. Uh, number 9, Drive Away. Number 9, Too Far Gone. Number 8, Don't Leave Me. Don't nope. Leave Me. <laughs> number 8, Happy end, Happy Endings. <laughs> uh, number 7, One More Sad Song. Number 7, Your Star. Wow. Uh, number six, your My Paper Heart. Number six, Swang Swang. Uh, number five, The Last Song. Number five, Don't Leave Me. <laughs> number four, Why Worry. Why Worry. Yeah, pow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Motherfuckers. I woke up my cat with that, with that cheers. <laughs> what are we on? Number three. Number three, Swing Swing. Number three, Time Stand Still. Number two is Time Stand Still. Huh? Number two, Number two, The Last Song. And my number one was your song. Number one, Drive Away. 
kind of checks out. Like it, 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 I said it. I was like, I like those. I like those songs. Yeah, but I think we're all all these songs were just kind of like eh, it was. It's like uh, they're all just yeah, they're just songs. It's hard to be like I don't you know I don't feel incredibly strong about any of them. Yes, absolutely. I do think, in my opinion, uh, Swing Swing, Time Stand Still, and Your Star are kind of like a little bit a cut above the rest, in okay. my opinion. But I'm not gonna like fucking go to court for them. Paper Heart, though. You had it. What was your ranking for my Paper Heart? Paper Heart was smack dab in the middle, number six for me. Okay. And you hate that song. I hate it. It's so weird. I thought you loved that song. I would shoot that song with a gun if I ever <laughs> saw it on the street. So that's it. Look, that's All American Rejects by All American Rejects by all by a podcast made by All American Rejects. <laughs> that's true. Um, Eric, what do you got as we close out this show? What do you got for us? Listeners, we know that you'll be in Las Vegas this time. October come this year, <laughs> whatever I'm saying. Uh, and, you know, Mick and I, as born and bred Las Vegas locals, we want to give you some insights to places you can go while you're here for the uh, When We Were Young 2024 Music Festival. Uh, this week, let's go over uh, Italian food. Hey, that's amore. I Italian food. Oi, some fucking Italian food. Oi, we were on Hitler's side in World War Two. You were about to say three. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Mick, fine Italian cuisine. Something that Nona would make. Hey, my Mima is making Spanish meatballs in the crock pot with her homemade gravy. It's Italian style, baby. Um, you're asking what my favorite Italian restaurant yeah, is? Yeah, what's your favorite Italian spot in town? Uh, my favorite Italian spot is good old Esther's Kitchen. Um, of course. on Main Street in California. Full disclosure, it is the sister restaurant of the restaurant I work at. Yeah, you're so you're a company man. I'm a company man. Um, but I, you know, there are other sister restaurants that I'm that I don't that you think are like. shit. Yeah, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm being sincere when I say this is a good one. Um, uh, craft, uh, creative, uh, farm to table type stuff. Um, very hands on. Just a like it's just a real restaurant. It's an actual restaurant where people come up with recipes and put them out. Um, it's good. It's tasty. Good atmosphere. Yeah. Good vibes. Esther's Kitchen, that's in the Arts District here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's on it. I mean, I'm right there with you. It's probably one of my favorite restaurants in town. Uh, it's tasty. Hidden Gem. Not so much anymore, though. It's pretty It's pretty it's well pretty known. Yeah. Um, they actually do a really good brunch, too. If you're in a brunch mood. What do they have on their fucking They have uh, like a brunch? biscuit. They have like a their their biscuits. They do biscuits and they mm-hmm. do like a like a ricotta cheese, like a Ooh. Oh. A, a, a ricotta? We should start making our own ricotta cheese. Do you Maybe, know how to do it? Why don't you make some dick cheese? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I <laughs> I can't, Eric. Just full disclosure. Well, uh my re- recommendation is a little place called Nora's mm. here. Uh it's I think it's off of Flamingo, I want to say. Now, Flamingo on the west side, maybe near closer to Decatur, Flamingo Decatur. Mm. Uh, Nora's is really good. Also, if you're in downtown Las Vegas, because you will be for the festival, the Italian American uh, Social Club. Mm, over, I've never been. Yeah, I've never been there either, but I hear good things. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that's on Eastern and Sahara. So, okay. yeah, Italian American Social Club. You can go there, even if you're not Italian. Italian! Uh, tune in next week. We're going to go over other places you can go here in Las Vegas while you're in town for the festival. Uh, Mick, you and I can maybe come back after this next break and we'll figure out what band we're doing next week. Sure, sure. And then we'll close out. How's that sound? Yeah. Um, a quick little shout out to Elliot. 
Uh, he reached out and said some nice words about the podcast. Oh, okay. So just giving him a little, showing him a little love. Hey, I want to send a little love the E-Dog's way. He said it to me? Nope, just to me. Oh, okay. Did he say anything about me? Uh, he said he didn't like you. Oh, he well. said he, he said you were you were pissing him off the entire episode. Well, that makes sense. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, shout outs to you, Elliot. Where can they find us? Where can our if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you um are driving by like a bus stop and someone's playing it out of the speak out of a speaker, and you're like, I want to listen to that when they're I they're bumping it. Yeah. Uh, you well, you can find us online at Instagram.com at DorkTreePod. Uh, we are on X, the app formerly known as Twitter. Uh, at Grand Theft Potum. Yes. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, yes. we are at dorktreepod at gmail.com. And uh, finally, if you're listening on whatever podcast platform you have, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, please give us a follow if you enjoy the content we're putting out. Give us a like. Uh, give us a review if you can uh, on iTunes. I know that we read those pretty regularly. And if you read it, if you send us some hate mail, but you give us a five star rating, we'll read it on the podcast. A uh, little shout out for you. Uh, Mick, close us the fuck out. Look, it feels like all American rejects got their name from our political landscape. Because that's who looks like who we're going to be voting for this year. A couple all American rejects. Thank you so much for. for <laughs> um, thank you so much to all American rejects for allowing us to listen to their record. Thank you so much for. To all American rejects for letting us, uh, you know, having just a conversation about this this record and having a good time and going in depth. Um, and you know what? Honestly, we don't really thank our fans enough. I want to take this moment to thank the real rejects, our fans. <laughs> um, if you listen to this podcast, you're a loser. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. You're know. a winner. We're you're, the losers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Um, you guys are fucking sick as balls, dude. Uh, Tyson Ritter. Ooh, do you think Tyson Ritter has any like um, balls? No, I, I don't. I don't condone. I don't condone this. I don't can. Okay, but you know it's the rea- It's the 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 reality of the situation is sometimes when you're a celebrity, your nudes get leaked. Of course, online. and I and I don't approve of that because it's non consensual. Yes, but in this case, if it, if Tyson Ritter's fucking meat is anywhere on the internet, send us a pic. I want to see what this guy's packing. I'm he's a good looking right guy. It's, oh, it's your homepage. It's your, it's your wallpaper. Uh, Tyson Ritter was in a, in a film, and I think he was posing uh, in skin, scantily clad. Ah, uh, uh, this dude's not packing. <laughs> What's he got? <laughs> if I can't see it from the back, this dude's not packing. <laughs> Is that really his little butt? That's Tyson Ritter nude. Okay, well we just I you know he's got a nice ass. You got a nice ass, Ty Dog. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> So, you know what? <laughs> Why does he look like Jared Leto in that picture? Same same archetype of guy. <laughs> uh, new new uh, a new Jared Leto just dropped. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay, well, uh, yeah, that's the podcast. Thank you, all American Rejects. Thank you, our fans. Thank you, our guests. Um, thank you to the... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, thank you to the equipment. No one ever, like, we don't ever thank the equipment. Thank you, thank you to the mics. Thank you to the laptop. Thank you to the... Whatever this thing is. Honestly. The Zoom Podtrack P4. I should probably learn how to do this shit one day. I'm never going to. I don't even know what this does. It's just like some box that sits on the... It's our podcast interface. It's it's where all of them... That our inputs are going to. This is our interface? Yeah, that's our interface. Yeah. The Zoom Podtrack P4. Well, by okay. Zoom. Give it a guess. Actually, no, don't make a... Ki- this isn't a bit. 
go reach down. Just bend over a little bit and and give the podcast. All right, let me get up. Let me get up. Ugh. Crack, crack my knees. Oh, my knees. Oh. Okay. Eric's trying to be funny. I'm going to actually give it a little kiss. Hey, look at his tongue on it. <laughs> I slip my hand under, bend, underneath its stub. Finger my fucking Zoom PodTrack <laughs> P4. That's the end. Goodbye. See you next week. And we're back for a real quick announcement. Next week's episode, Mick and I will be covering the album Want by the band 303. You know I, this band. I want, I want, I want to listen to this. I can tell. You can tell by our voices <laughs> that we're excited to delve into the artistry of songs like Don't Trust Me. Or Starstruck. Uh, or Choke Chain by the band uh, 303. There's a song called Punk Bitch on this. I, this is going to be good. <laughs> Punk Bitch. <laughs> so tune in next week. We'll be here. We hope you are too. There's a song on this record called Still Around. <laughs> that didn't age very well, did it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright, talk to you next week. Bye.